Merry Christmas, ladies. Merry Christmas, Mr. Buble. Hello, people of Earth. Welcome back to the Chad White Podcast, or the C-Plus Podcast, whatever I ended up calling this one. Um, this is the 2000... This is it, guys. This is it. This is the end of 2013. This is my special gift to you guys. The Podcast Awards 2013. This week, I'm joined by not only Chad Krober, but I'm joined by his great, awesome, hilarious, bearded brother, Ross Krober. And I'm super glad that he had a chance to come on the podcast. Very funny, very smart, and he knows a lot more about TV than I do. And I know a lot about TV. He's, uh, he's a good guy, and I'm glad he can come on the podcast and discuss all of these movies and TV shows with us. Uh, this is the Podcast Awards. Of course, we give out awards. Meaningless awards, of course. For the best TV shows and movies of the entire 2013. Now, I know this is a long podcast. But I'm giving you guys a Christmas present and an end-of-year gift for sticking with C-plus comedy for so long. Thank you, guys. It's only been, like, four or five months, but I remember the day we started. I'm not going to reminisce because that was such a hectic day for myself. Anyway, thank you for enjoying C-plus comedy for so long, and hopefully by this time next year, we'll be three times as big. So, bigger than now. Thank you, everybody. And I hope you guys have a great Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever the hell you celebrate. And a happy new year. And cheers for joining the lads. Oh, also, follow us on Twitter, at Comedy. Uh, that's the, at Comedy. Then there's me, at C, at Chad Black White. I'm an idiot. And uh, at I underscore Crobot for Chad Krober. And for Ross Krober, at Ross Krober. Follow all of us if you have the Twitters. I'm sure we'll follow back at some point. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy. This, the Podcast Awards. Bam. Biff. Pow. It's the podcast that you know. The podcast that you love. Chad. Rick. Other Chad. The heroes you need, but not the heroes you deserve. Funny men. Known the world over. The Chad White Podcast begins now. Hello people, it's the Podcast Awards We're here to judge stuff And you will listen to us There's Chad and Ross And then the other Chad They're three really cool dudes That I think are super sweet so sit real tight, cause we're gonna start, and you'll hopefully be laughing all of our jokes. Don't be mean to us, please just like us, it's the Podcast Awards 2013. You really like Adventure Time, then? Oh yeah. Really? All the Krobers love Adventure Time. Who's your... All the Krobers... Yeah, man. All uh, eight it's, of you it, guys. It's, it's a family thing. Uh, the, f- the kids like it, yeah. The, only the children. Uh, dad actually dad, likes dad, it, too. Dad, yeah. dad likes it, too. Dad likes regular shows. I we, told you, man. We're... Like, we're watching... We're pro we're, fantasy. We're, we're watching like, a regular show once, and it's like, oh, yeah, I've seen this. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, where Rigby and Mordecai save uh, Exit 26. Yeah. He's, yeah. like, wearing, like, Heatley's or something <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> you know those have been uh, outdated for years, haven't you, Dad? Uh, <laughs> Only if you can't use them. <laughs> can you grind with Heelys? Like, can you like grind down? You can grind on ladies. No, hard to keep the ladies off you. That's how it goes. <laughs> Chad Kroger bringing in the uh, 
seduction. And I assume oh, you started it because this is not oh, how is we this, normally is talk this, to each yeah, other. Is this, is this the uh, yeah the starting <laughs> yes. thing? So yes. So th- this this is what happens after a Chad Chad White's little Mark Maron thing at the beginning, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, like, yes. like he's like he's like all right. So my girlfriend broke up, <laughs> but I got. Boomer's, Chad, Boomer's missing. We don't know where he is. I have my Chad, White, Chad White Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. I use it. It's great. Go send some stamps to your girl that you love. And just, I just, I don't know. If you send your girl a, a sex toy from AdamandEve.com. And then, and then I'm like Pete Holmes. I talk about my uh, my wife I, I, I lost like three years ago. I just divorced. You did get divorced. divorced quite early, Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I was in love with her. And he, he, he married and divorced her just for comedic. <laughs> Potential. <laughs> That's how it goes. He just took bullet, no- bullet notes. Of He's like, be divorce. divorce. Louis C.K., divorce. <laughs> Chad White divorced. needs to be divorced. <laughs> Guys, I'm working on it. I'm working my way towards it. That's how it goes. Fortunately, <laughs> I couldn't get any kids out of the deal. <laughs> right now, they're just... That's comedy gold, man. They're, they're not even saying anything cute or anything. Especially if they're spoiled. Or they're not at the point where I can lie and make up things that they said that were cute. <laughs> and they put them on what What's that one episode of Louis... Ducky, the like hour oh, the long episode. God, yeah, that was so. That's where I hit the intro, man. Everybody, yeah. welcome to the second logs intro, Chad White podcast <laughs> history. <laughs> this is your host and benevolent leader, Chad White. Everybody, give it up. There's no audience laugh track. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the one yeah. guy, the one guy who's here. <laughs> that's, that's creepy. He's our producer, uh, Kevin, Jim, Kevin, right. Jim. I'm so, glad he didn't say Bob. <laughs> I was about to say name, Bob. man. Kevin, Jim, Bob. Um, name for very small children. <laughs> in front of me, uh, I have my co-host and uh, party-centric fiend, Chad Krober, everybody. Okay. Yeah, trying to, 30% of that was good. Trying to give you a nickname. <laughs> yeah. um, we are sans RIP to uh, Patrick Rick Boykin. He's not next to me in my dining room. So uh, we have to... He's not dead. He's not Just for the record. Dead. But dead. if he dies before this comes out... I'm not going to say it would be good for our ratings, but <laughs> you it know, wouldn't be bad. You know, it's the Bad Boy Kid Memorial Podcast. <laughs> Guys, Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. Nelson Mandela. There were so many pe- people dying. This December 19th. Oh, we, didn't, we should write down of uh, like a, the Oscars do an RIP list. Oh, yeah. We'll call it an RIP list. No, it's too you know what we should do? We should do like the Emmys and single out like two people, talk about them endlessly, and then run through... And then, like, say all the other people that died really, really fast. Oh, then Bette Midler. Like, blah, 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 blah. We should tell the audience we're running a slideshow memorial. Now, if oh. just sit there for 15 minutes. Look at that. Like, episode. Oh, man. Look at that. that. Man, Andy Griffith. We're really going to miss him. He was. <laughs> I don't recognize that guy, but he must have died. He, he was some kind of producer or something. Oh, that guy was a cinematographer in the 1960s. Oh, sound editor. That's <laughs> cool. Sound editor for the first Mickey cartoon. That's nice. Steamboat Willie. Shout out. Um, and then, also... We have oh Steamboat Willie that was a cartoon in uh, Frozen I'm not gonna run it for you oh they anyway. they sh- they showed like a Steamboat Willie type cartoon yeah yeah they did it I was, heard I heard that was good and they began a lot of buzz with those like new you guys old old style Mickey um <sighs> so our sibling our sibling saw it they said it was pretty they said it was pretty good so speaking good. of pretty siblings. Tough. Ross is here. I don't think. Good oh, yeah. Good job. Good job. I know. I was trying yeah, to get you. I, I just wondering um, who the wonderful radio ready voice coming <laughs> right. on the end of the mic is. <laughs> he does have radio ready voice. Yeah, I did um, radio. This is the, I did radio in high school. That's so this the voice is of the ninth grade Hornets football team for what? That's right. Half a year. Uh, ninth, nice. of J, ninth of JV for like two years, I think. Nice. First and ten. Hornets. Th- first and ten Hornets. Did you ever say that for me? I said it for. I said actually, I might have. Yes. I'm not sure. Oh, I, well, I, well, I did say it for sure. Is one time, 
because they were all blowouts, thankfully, so yeah. I never had to call a close game. <laughs> but there was one game where uh, I, I called a touchdown for somebody, and I was like, with a great hold by Frank Russo. Because <laughs> he was a center or something but, like yeah, that. Yeah, I was like the spotter for him, and we just gave shout-outs to the linemen on my place. We're yeah. like, no, Joe great Turner. Ball by Joe Turner. Okay. Sure. <laughs> there were like, there were a couple names that now they totally escaped me. But I had to say them repeatedly. But yeah. Martez? JP. Martez, a touchdown. Martez somewhere. Oh, my God. First and ten, Hornets. I'm just, like, being starstruck right now. Is anybody else hot? The score is Hornets, 42. Uh, Chattanooga, 7. I don't know if we play Chattanooga. I don't know if you would say Hornets and then Chattanooga, right? It'd be Hornets. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what Chattanooga. Hornets, 42. Knights, 7. <laughs> That's <laughs> in, the Knights are Centennial. I don't know what Chattanooga. Chattanooga. They don't deserve whatever, whatever the heck the they are. The Mox guys, that's my school. That's it would be a little weird if the Roswell JV team was playing a, they, you know, an FCS team. Let's be honest, they they still win. <laughs> uh, At that point, they were pretty good. For uh, for those of you who don't know, this is Ross Prober, Chad Krober's older, I'm about to say little, older brother with a magnificent beard. I'm sitting in front of two guys with great yes. beards. I, meanwhile, have half a mustache and chin hair. So uh, you're like that. a little pig in a, in a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roswell's most magnificent voice, I have to say. Who are you, Ross Krober? Who am I? Who, for the people who don't know, for those idiots that don't know, okay. You. For you the have, people who zoned out when Chad just said geez. you were my older brother. Yeah, geez, we said we said Chad's older brother. We um, have three three consistent listeners: my mom, Frank Russo, and Alma McCarty. And me. So two people. And so me. Four. Me. So I listen to it. You're I, not going to be listening to this. Oh, one. good. No, dude, I'm so narcissistic. I absolutely will, will be listening to this one. What I do is I just speed over Chad White talking and Patty talking. <laughs> so he gets like, like good. It's like himself. it's like that. That insult really seemed to hurt them. I'm like shh. <laughs> <laughs> scribble it down. <laughs> scribble it down. Yeah. Take notes. We, we slow flew, things down. Flew Rawson as our media expert. Yes, for, we did. For the 2013 Podcast Award. Are we supposed to do that with you? <laughs> okay, no. All right, cool. All right, cool. Uh, there was confetti and balloons. No yeah. one saw it, but it, it was here. It was pretty cool. It was yeah. kind of expensive for a podcast. You guys do that? Yeah. Celebrity Louis C.K. is here. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, he just uh, left. Never mind. Oh, man. Uh, he told some dick jokes. Okay, he's gone. Um, and then we all. Back full of dicks. <laughs> he left with that, that back full of dicks. <laughs> he just left with the hall. Those are Chad's dicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm looking at your list right now, and it says Ross Fave, Ross slash Chad Fave, oh, Ross Hoosh. I I just I just want to clarify those that they were like, you, <laughs> you know, stuff it. that like you hadn't heard of or didn't know how they got on the list. I don't know. Thank you. I <laughs> feel you feel free to feel free to delete those labels now that you've seen them, and that <laughs> um, people, the, the audience knows that you have a list that you're going off, and not I just, just your I do your list. encyclopedic mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh, a beautiful mind, except it's not a good movie. My life is just, you know, trudging along. Trudging along. That got really depressing. Really yeah, because well, well, you, know, you know neither of us are real, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an illusion. Yeah. So you're, I'm just sitting here talking to myself. You're, you're making a podcast. Chad, you've never made a podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> you seem to think he was sucked into some kind of vortex in that <laughs> movie? Because you just made a gesture like now, being sucked into a that, vortex. That, now that would have been cool. What is going like, on? If, like, Ed, if like Ed Harris is like sucked him into the vortex, it's like, oh, you're coming with us. Like, uh, we're going like, to the future. I, where we're going, you don't need real friends. I'm mortified, stupefied, dizzified by this <laughs> vortex. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I always wanted in the podcast. Because Rick sucks. Uh, oh. So, back. Shots oh, yeah, fired. Now, now... 
Speaking ill of the dead, are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Rest in uh, peace. Rest in peace. Let's get to our rest very first... Paul Walker. The reason Paul why Walker. we're all here, man. 2013. Paul Walker, Patty Boykin, <laughs> Nelson Mandela. Dude. In that order. <laughs> In that order. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Rick died like already? <laughs> he died like well, we're we're, we're, we're recording this podcast yeah. with the assumption that Rick is dead. Oh, okay. And all we're right. saving it for then. Very good. Which is why we're adding all this topical content about the best media of 2013. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> speaking so of so that will be timeless. Speaking of the best <laughs> media of 2013, let's get to our very first category. We're going to do something that all three of us should know very well: the TV shows, television, very best TV shows of uh, 2013. Let's get started with that. So. On the list, I'm going to name these out. You guys already know, but the audience doesn't know because they're idiots. Hey, ooh, we just lost about half of yeah. them. <laughs> oh, man, so Ross and Frank stopped listening? Uh, oh, <laughs> my mom and all are still kicking in. Could you repeat that? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here are the best shows I have for uh, 2013. These are the best ones that came out in 2013? It's just like, this is all the shows. We're just going with like shows. Like yeah, and then shows. And we'll make, 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 your own, make your own opinions. Do it. Just, we're here to inform. No, you will, you will take our opinions, yeah. audience. They better. They they know it's good for them. Because we know. We're writers. We know. Okay, good. Do it. So I got Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Walking Dead, AMC Trio, uh, Always Sunny, The League, Shield, Happy Endings, Game of Thrones, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Middle, Key and Peele, Orange is the New Black, Arrested Development, China, Illinois, New Girl, Almost Human, House of Cards, Children's Hospital, NTSF SDSUV, Alpha House, House of, Car- House of Cards again. Parsing Rank. <laughs> and then these last couple are just ones that I either like or watch. Just uh, to provide a break in the monotony for the uh, audience <laughs> who just listened to these being listed out. I uh, told him he should just read off every movie that came out this year and we just give it eh or meh. Tyler Perry's Medea's Christmas. Gravity. Um, all right, so we have Enlightened, Nathan for You, Parenthood, Nashville, Justified, and Homeland. And then also, Best Animated, Boz Burgers, Adventure Time, Archer, Regular Show, The Simpsons. Then uh, Best New Comedy, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Rick and Morty, The Goldbergs, The Millers, Trophy Wife, Crazy Ones, and Marin. Then we have Best Drama, Best Animated. Oh, well, I have Best Animated twice. I'm an idiot. Are we, we going to read through like every one of these? <laughs> no, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna write them down and put yeah. them in the whatever yeah. show. You, so, guys, you know what? Maybe, you, maybe you're we, supposed to memorize those so that when we say uh, uh, list wait. seven. Audience, if you're listening, can you please write down your submissions? Submit <laughs> them to cpluscomedy at gmail.com. Counting the votes now. <laughs> we will, I'll make sure they're in at the end of this podcast. I will. I will do that. All right, so guys, let's start with the, uh, you guys want to start with the best overall show? Let's start with like uh, best drama TV show or something. Okay. Best non-comedy on TV. Yeah, All best right. non-comedy. So that leaves Breaking Bad. That's the big show, the big monkey, in, or the big, what is it? Elephant, the elephant, elephant, elephant in the room. In the room. The, the big, says big monkey? The, uh, the, I was, it might have been uh, racist. taken as racist. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Racist say that. But I said you were big. Because so. the, ele- the, the elephant, <laughs> elephant doesn't. Do it for the racist tendencies. Unless there's, unless they're Indians. Yeah. Oh, look at that! You guys, are, you guys are on the same wavelength. Same look at that. Racist, wavelength. very racist wavelength. <laughs> Ebony and I working together. <laughs> <laughs> I have a read back to the elephant thing. Oh, there we go. Uh, that's, cool. that's a call, yes, call back. Yeah, Breaking Bad is what I was going to say. Is the elephant? Yeah. Really? That, see, everyone's obsessed with. Obviously. What about Game of Thrones? Breaking Bad wedding. had more of the zeitgeist going for it, like throughout the entire season. I feel like Game of Thrones 
had like people were definitely watching it. More people were watching it ever than before. Okay. I think the Red Wedding was the first point where it got huge, like social media stuff like that, which makes me sound like a douche, but whatever. <laughs> um, but like I feel like Breaking Bad was able to maintain that for the entire year, and all the episodes were like really terrific. I thought. And I like it was cliche, but I think that that was my favorite show of the year, just because of how like masterful it was, like each and every week, and how they like wrapped up the show. I thought like Ozymandias was great, and Ozymandias is probably the best episode of season five. All sixteen episodes. I would I, I, I would agree with that. You could like I remember hearing before the season that Vince Gilligan thought that Ozymandias was the best episode they'd ever done. Yeah, and I was like, wow, it's like that's a high praise. And then by like. Fifteen minutes in, you're like, "Oh my god!" Did like, you did you ever hear the uh, Brian Cranston reading the poem Ozymandias? I did. I saw the the uh, the promo for that when it was coming out. It's like so yeah. good. Uh, but let's let's also give uh, let's let's name these other ones. So you have uh, so we got Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Walking Dead, uh, Shield. I guess that's not. I'm what's Shield? 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 Wasn't that I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't watch Shield. I kept meaning it's to. Okay. I, I kept meaning to watch a couple. The thing with me for shows is like I have to hear that they're like over. They're, I have to hear that they're overwhelmingly good or like amongst the best in on TV in order to like kind of check them out and also have easy access to them. So you're straight up. So I've, I've I've got <laughs> had more or less. I mean, you, you got, you've got limited time. No, I don't. I have plenty of time, but you know, there's a reason everyone's it, on the bandwagon. It's right? like you want. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's like you want to expound your time on. Quality stuff, shows. Oh, quality there's a lot shows. of shit out there. Yeah. You know, yeah, some stuff I, I do stick with because there's talent. Like, I remember Parks and Rec, I stuck with that because I thought, you know, there was enough talent there and that it would take it off its trajectory and, like, really boost up in the second season, and it did. But, you know, I can't do that for every single show. Mm-hmm. But you could, I mean, the Shield, Shield, I I, Shield, <laughs> Shield, I've never heard anything about, about or, or overwhelmingly that it's like oh my gosh the show has gotten way better okay so Mad Men Game of Thrones and uh, Breaking Bad are obviously the big three I think yeah so Would anyone did, disagree with that it's probably yeah oh are we kind of Lion as comedy or are we counting that as like a this is drama drama mm-hmm. and Lion's kind of a drama I don't know we could talk about that later or we talk about that now where are, where are the other dramas all right, so we got Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Walking Dead. Walking uh, Dead is another one. I feel I'm, like I'm I, say Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I don't think there's like as much critical acclaim for that one. Orange is the New Black. Oh, Orange yeah. is the New Black was really I'm good. Gonna, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah, that definitely talk about all the Netflix. The Netflix thing was huge this year. Yeah, yeah, it's getting even bigger too. They have a new show that came out today. Like it's called something. Uh, crap in a hat. Good man, oh. that was solid. Yeah. We'll, like uh, was we'll fill time while you look that 20, up. Oh, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> 20, oh my gosh. I feel like what does what it, it come out? It starts um, with the L. Little Lil Hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little Hammer was actually like the yeah. I'm saying it. I'm saying Lily it like Hammer. officially. Lily Hammer. Yeah, Lily Hammer. Little Hammer. Um, that that came out like last year. That actually came out before House of Cards, but they just didn't make a big deal about it. Well, now I feel like an idiot. Oh. I, nobody really, nobody, <laughs> nobody really watched it, but you know. It's inoffensive and good enough. Apparently, I haven't seen it. One but. of the characters looks like he has polio. He's had the, he has the sticks. Yikes! Bring it back to Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> that was really bad. Parenthood <laughs> and Nashville and Justified and Homeland. Do you oh. guys want to put that in the finals? Oh no, nah, those those are just shows I watch. I, I just I was just putting those as like shows I watch. I like of of that group. I like Justified the best because I think I love I love the dialogue on that show. Just how how well it's written. So that's like. 
you know, the plot of that one is uh, it's about a uh, U.S. Marshal in Kentucky, and he has to bring criminals to justice and stuff. So him, Timothy Oliphant Timothy plays yeah. uh, Raylan Givens, and uh, Walton Goggins plays uh, Boyd Crowder, and they're both terrific on that show. All the like, it's just a really overall good show. The best season of that was really the second, where you had uh, Margot Martindale as a uh, crime boss. But the fourth season was really good too. There were some great episodes in that. Nashville, Nashville is pretty good, but it's more like a glorified soap opera. Like Nashville, oh, pre- Nashville pretty much is it's a soap opera. It's a soap it opera is. for people who like country music and yeah. like big stars and songs. Yeah, and stuff, Nashville, so. like, like our family watches it, but like I, I like Connie Brin. I liked her, like loved her, and like every, like yeah, yeah. change. I love Connie Brin. Love Friday Lights. <laughs> yeah. Watching it out of obligation, just hearing Connie Brennan say y'all every week is a good thing. So, you know, it's like, keep supporting that. I have but to restart that show again. I said, ah, I love that show so much. Yeah, Friday Night Friday Lights. Lights is, that's a good show. Yeah. That's a good show. It's terrific. All right, so we have... And the parent, Parenthood is, like I've said, I've talked, like Parenthood and Nashville for me are kind of the two, like, different parts of Friday Night Lights. Because mm-hmm. Parenthood is, uh, you know, there's a lot of good people on that show and, uh, the guy who writes it is uh he was the guy who was the showrunner on Friday Night Lights. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of similar storylines, not in terms of like dealing with people and like their relationships and stuff, but there's just not that galvanizing force of football and it's not quite at the same level as Friday Night Lights was, but you know, what is. Yeah. Uh okay, so for the finals we've got Breaking Bad, Mad Men, Game of Thrones, Orange is the New Black, and House of Cards. Are you guys putting your votes in for Breaking Bad? Uh I, this is an unpopular opinion, but I haven't seen Breaking Bad. My vote, so my vote will be. I'll, I'll take myself out of the voting for this one. Okay. I, I really, I love Mad Men. It's maybe my favorite show, but of the ones I've uh, seen, I would say. But I, I like. So you're say but Breaking Bad, Breaking Bad was better this year, definitely. Okay. Just it, because they had the, they had the force of ending the show, and the way that they, they carried out a very difficult task in making it and just, you know, war- wrapping everything up. Whereas Mad Men, I think, I feel like Mad Men, there's a little bit of slack in that. Maybe running for maybe a season too long. And But though, I, I, I like this season a lot better than a lot of people did. Because I felt like it was a, like it was from, e- from episode to episode, yeah, it was kind of really like different and yeah. You know, merging. Not er- everything wasn't. Everything was kind of going crazy, but I kind of thought that was the point. And you know how the thing with Mad Men is that it's so much about like the creative process that you know you kind of associate things with it. Like if Don Draper goes back to California and he's having like California's not that great anymore, does that mean the show's not that great anymore, or does that mean just like he feels like the the stuff that's going on is great anymore? So. I thought that whole diminishing returns thing, that was just something the characters were going through, and that kind of made it look like the show was going down. But that's just, like, my little theory on it. I don't know. But no. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's still, like, it was it floundered a little bit, but I think it's still Madness, still one of the best-run shows on television still. Yeah. It's one of the most interesting shows where the least stuff happens. I oh, think. yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, like, you watch an entire episode, you'd be like, well... Nothing happened, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Peggy's having trouble at work yeah. again. All right, good. It was good just like it. a day at the office. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think it worked really well. It's like like last season, like the fifth season was more about like individual episodes, and those like worked like the one with like Pete getting punched and uh, 
the one where there were like three different perspectives with Roger, Don, and excuse me, Peggy. And but this year it was more about like kind of an overarching storyline. Yeah. So it ended up ending better with like Don being a uh, so spoilers. I don't know Don being like ousted from the company. Yeah. And so that ended up with a more cohesive end, but definitely still good. But I think Breaking Bad was just like head and shoulders above everything else this year, just because. All right, so Ross for Breaking Bad, Chad for Mad Men, but I'm I, I'll give it to Breaking Bad. All right, so you're gonna give it to Breaking Bad, okay? And then I'm gonna, ah, damn, I really want to go against the grain, <laughs> but I guess Orange is the New Black is new, House of Cards is new. Well, yeah, we can talk about those definitely. Yeah, I mean, those are those are great. It's more, it's more that's more important to talk about say, these shows than to arbitrarily award them. Yeah, if you want to watch a show real quick, watch Orange is the New Black. Yeah, because it's like one season. It's like a self-contained storyline. Yeah. It's real, real good show. Yeah. Really, really easy to well, get into. Breaking Bad, there's it seems there's so many seasons. It's like, no. and you kind of have to well, start at the beginning, well, or else you're not going to yeah. get the whole character Actually, evolution. What I did, I season four started, and yeah. all the people, famous people, were talking about Breaking Bad, and I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. I got to start watching. I got to start watching. So I watched season four. I, I pretty much understood everything that was going on without having previously seen mm-hmm. seasons one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, but seeing that season finale with Gus Fring's head being blown off, it's three years old. I can spoil it. Uh, but I just told you I hadn't yeah, seen Chet, it. Chet hasn't seen it. <laughs> oh, no worries. He, 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 doesn't, he doesn't know who we're talking about. So, so yeah, no worries. Oh, man. No, no worries. Just keep moving on. Okay, the or- move on. Move yeah, on. Or- or- Orange is the new black. Orange is the new black. I, I thought it was good. You know, it's it seems like that that's the show that kind of makes it look like Netflix can really do stuff in original programming. Because, I mean, I wasn't as high on House of Cards as some other people were. Mm-hmm. And then Arrested Development, that's like a pre-existing property they brought. Yeah. Orange is the New Black was a very unique show that was able to get some buzz and discussion going beyond just the first initial binge-watching of it. Yeah. So I, like, I feel like how, after House of Cards came out, like a week after, like literally nobody was talking about it. Yeah. But now you have people all like coming to it at different points. That's like but, like me. I'm I just started watching it last week. I watched one episode and now I gotta watch over twelve. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's interesting. I yeah. liked it so far. So. Yeah, I think I think it's Houses of Cards is definitely a very stylish show, but I think it I I wanna put it with the Mad Men's and Breaking Bads or Game of Thrones of the World. I still need to watch Game of Thrones. That's one Chad White's gonna give us the three seasons. Oh yes. nice. Okay. Yeah. On DVD so legally. Make up for the fact that yeah. you just ruined yeah. Mad Men for I'm so sorry. I mean, uh, Breaking Bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah, Game of Thrones, I just I can't decide whether I need to like read the books or watch the show or whatever. Nah. You can do both. Or you can play the uh, new game coming out from Telltale Guys just announced the Game of Thrones uh episodic game is coming out in the next two years, I think, hopefully. And uh, just read more about that, guys. Uh, Telltale, you're welcome. Um, okay, let's move on. Telltale, to sponsor of the Chad White yeah, podcast. Of, rest of development. That yeah, we were talking about. Yeah, I guess we were talking about like kind of the AMC shows. Then we could talk about the Netflix shows because the rest of development. Because okay. well, I think we're done talking about dramas essentially. We, we, we so talked about House of Cards. I was thinking show, major shows that ended this year. I feel like a lot of major shows ended this year. So the rest of development, The Office. Do you and, want to talk uh, about Breaking Bad? Yeah, we don't know if Arrested Development necessarily ended or not, but you know, how game likely game? is it that they'll get all get together for another season? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so let me name out the uh, shows that were canceled or ended. Um, back in the game, do we want to talk about each one? That might be a little yeah. easier. Like just like 
Do you did you watch back in the game? I didn't watch back. I didn't watch the back in the game, but we could only exactly, talk about that's that. That's why I got canceled. How about okay? What was your favorite show that got canceled? No, on that list. Though I don't know all the shows that are on that list. Yes, yeah, let me. Uh, it's only a few. Okay, okay, okay. okay. We'll, we'll stop you when we get something. In. Okay, we'll stop so, you when we get to like a, a show we want to talk about. How about that? We got yes. That sounds good. That sounds like a compromise. That sounds perfect. Good stuff. Here's canceled. Uh, canceled shows. Back in the game. Break. Didn't watch it. Yeah, you didn't watch it. You didn't watch <laughs> it. Calm down, Ross. Sorry, it's not canceled. It's canceled or ended. Uh, ending. Uh, back in the game. Breaking Bad. Californication. Eastbound and Down. Okay. Enlightened. Do we, How, you, do we want to talk about those or no? We'll, we'll talk about them. Later. Okay, I'm, I'm just confused. <laughs> chill, Ross. Chill, Ross. I'm eager. How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> Ironside. Lower to Sun. Sponsored by AMC. True Blood. Lower to Sun. Uh, we are the men, lower to sun. You guys, you guys get the joke, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the audience. The winter sun is awful, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the family. W. Kamau Bell Show. Just look offensive. The Office. Breaking Bad. Don't trust the B. And Apartment 23. R.I.P. Uh, rhymed. Go on. Happy Endings. Rules of Engagement. And uh, 30 Rock. So now let's talk about Eastbound and Down. Eastbound and Down was awesome this year. <laughs> that, that was so that funny. I I think I think it was their best season. I oh the first uh, all right so when he pulled up and the first shot Eastbound and Down when he pulled up and he was listening to NPR and my favorite joke of that entire show is him drumming his fingers. He goes, "I do love NPR." That is I don't know why, but <laughs> it's I very gross. It's like wait wait don't tell me. But. <laughs> That's my shit. That's my shit. That's um, a great like. Uh, the whole thing with the sports talk uh, show is a, it's a great satire of like actual sports yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I That's thought, how I imagine it goes down. I thought it was a good replacement because you know in the first three seasons when we're talking about Kenny playing baseball, it's like we just kind of have to believe that Kenny's good at baseball. Right. But with this, we're able to see that Kenny is appealing to the crowd. And he's like a fun person. He's a fun character to watch on the TV within the show. Do you know what I noticed? No matter what he does in the show. He's always forgiven, no matter what. Every other every episode, everybody likes him again. Yeah, Kenny. Kenny. That's the that's the other part of the show is that he kind of has this toxic effect on people, and kind of brings out, on one hand, the worst in them, but on the other hand, kind of a side that won't take people's shit. Like I remember in the first season where his brother just tells tells off that woman who's like they're working on the house for, and you got April. April gets a little more party and crazy and like. Yeah. And like standing up for herself, you know, it's like, was she? What I mean, April was like a teacher at the beginning of the show, and now she's like a real estate agent. Yeah, and she's like an MVP. She's somebody, maybe not because of Kenny, but like seeing seeing somebody so like driven and trying to capture these like crazy dreams, like Kenny is. Maybe it does have a residual effect, despite all the awfulness of Kenny. I think like Jody Hills kind of main characters are normally kind of asshole dudes yeah. who, who kind of people accept them but in accepting them they they are able to deal with their own shit deal with their own shit and then there is a solutions that just come out of the sky <laughs> and then they end up kind of rejecting them because yeah. we just watched uh, Observer Report which mm-hmm. is a great great movie if you guys if you guys want to check that one yeah. out <laughs> Is by Jody Hill. He did it uh, a little earlier. They did Eastbound and Down, but it's got Seth. It's the one with Seth Rogen as a mall cop. I know you probably not get Paul confu- Blart. got not not Paul Blart. <laughs> Much better. It's probably it's one of the more underrated comedies of the two thousands. But it's really got a unique viewpoint, and that's pretty. It's pretty funny in its own dark way. It's a, it's a good ninety minutes to it spend. Was a, it was a good uh, end to the to the Kenny Powers sa- saga. 
Saga. Saga. Sega Genesis. Is the what Saga, I was Saga, say. Saga Genesis. <laughs> um, what did you guys think of the offices last season? Uh, the whole camera crew angle thing. They all right. If you're gonna tackle the camera crew story, yeah. do it earlier in the series and yeah. not just bring it up like, oh, suddenly remember the camera crews yeah. here. Let's talk about them and let's let Pam fall in love or this guy fall in love with Pam, uh, who's apparently been yeah. there the entire time. It also seems like they kind of ha- they half-assed it like with the camera crews. Yeah. Like they didn't know they do they wanted to address it without really addressing it. Yeah, because. If you're addressing it, you have to talk about everything that has been on camera. Because yep. yeah. with Parks and Rec, we've never even, like with that, we've never seen the camera. For that, it's pretty much like Modern Family and that it's just a device. Yeah. And that if, it, if it's funny for a camera to be there, they'll maybe make a joke maybe twice yeah. in the entire show that they've talked about cameras. Yeah. But the, the, with uh, The Office, the camera was always part of it, going back from like the UK version. I think the uh, the Talking Heads and Modern Family and Parks and Rec could uh, that like if you took them out, the entire story would still make sense. But mm-hmm. for The Office, it's just like, oh wait, you took out the Talking Heads. What? There's just people doing random stuff. It's just now. an office building. Yeah, I don't like <laughs> it. It's not funny anymore. Uh, well, but, it was definitely not as funny without Michael Scott. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the, the whole t- yeah. the whole two last years should have been. It should have ended with good goodbye, Michael Scott. You think like, so? Yes. I think, <laughs> I, I think, think so. Did, I want to give it one more season, but not as Ed Helms with the I, Ed, yeah. Ed Helms became I, so I, unlikable. So and I think that was the point. I was glad that they did not end up having Andy with uh, Aaron. Shit, was it? Aaron, Aaron? That's it. Yeah, uh, Ellie Kemper. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. And then because like I didn't know if they were going to try and do that again. I did like how they did a little bit of, like the parallel, like Andy, Aaron, and uh, Plop or whatever his name was. With the original, uh, <laughs> don't even know his real name. That's yeah, it. that's right. That's I, I just, I just remember what they call him on the show. Yeah, and that kind of paralleled with the initial, like, like Jim, Pam, and Pam's boyfriend at the beginning of the show. Roy, right? Yeah, Roy. That's right. Good job. And then um, <laughs> I, I, I can't remember it. So right now, I have in the list uh, for best ended slash canceled Eastbound and Down. Do you want to put the Office up there, or is the Office? Um, okay. We're we're kind of like ragging on the office. I like you know you can't undo the past two seasons. Yeah. So that being said, I love the office finale. I was about to say. I, yeah, I think they tied it. Yeah. Nice bow you're talking on. about different things here. For for a better final season, I thought Eastbound and Down did all the things you want a final season to do. It didn't overstay as welcome. It recontextualized the rest of the show and provided a conclusion more so than just Kenny Powers being good at baseball then leaving and. This future's not good. You ha- you got to see him in a domestic environment, dealing with where baseball can't be a savior anymore, and having to finally kind of wrestle with those demons himself and kind of find a way through that. And I think the way they did it was really well done. Now the office had the best fin- had a really good finale, a final episode that like respected the legacy of the show and thank God Michael was in it. Yeah. So was like that, I thought that was great. Is that that was your per, vote? that was perfect. Is that your vote? I mean, have we talked about all the other final uh, um, seasons? I mean, uh, or in or canceled shows, remember? Well, it's kind of like two separate things. I would yeah. say the best we're just going to we should just mention yeah. the best canceled show. Yeah, it's one thing to end the show on your own volition yeah. and then it's another thing to be canceled. I think there's you really think there's a best canceled show? Happy endings. Happy endings. Yeah. Oh, RIP, that is my show. Happy yeah. endings. That's why I don't think there the, needs to be the a discussion worst, about The worst it. thing about Happy Endings is that it could have lived. Yeah. Like US <laughs> USA was 
like they were shopping. Teeter- they, were they, were, they were teetering with picking it up. And now, whenever I see like a USA comedy that's on, I'm like, or a USA comedy that gets picked up, I'm like, oh, why couldn't have been happy? The they, they, yeah. Every single 30, se- 30 minute slot they have, they fill it in with Modern Family. That could have been well, happy endings. Well, no, no, they need the Modern Family to build up what they're doing with comedies. Um, that's the, the only comedy they have. Yeah, yeah but that, well, they're using that right now. I mean, launch other comedies in the future. Do you guys remember uh, there was a show called BFF? It was on NBC for like a, a few episodes. Oh, they episodes. got canceled after like yeah, three episodes. So it's got, it's got Lynn, Lynn Farm, Lynn, Lynn, Lynn Farm, Farm, and uh, Jessica St. Yes. They're doing a show with the USA. They are, and so that's going to be coming up in 2014. Mm-hmm. I never watched BFF, but it's, it's cool that they're, they're getting a chance to do that there on USA, where the standards are a little, the ratings uh, threshold is a little lower, and yeah. they've got a little more creative freedom. But and I will love to see happy endings there. But they just couldn't make the contracts <laughs> and the things work out. So now we just have to track the happy endings people yeah. over. Six different shows and hope that new girl Damon Wayne's Jr. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which Jesus, so it was tough to work him back in there. I could yeah, tell they were kind of like, oh, let's bring Coach back because yeah, his character was a bit one dimensional, yeah. you know, in the yeah. pilot. Think, so it was like, yeah, how do we actually get this guy? You can't, tip? yeah, I can't because that was the thing. Because new girl, because the, 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 the whole circumstances of the happy endings were that really we never should have gotten 57 episodes of happy endings. Maybe it shouldn't have even gone air because it aired. Like the season that it premiered, it aired in April, and they were like burning off two episodes at a time. Oh, same thing they did with the last episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like uh, it came into the world and it left the world the same way it came in, but yeah. it got well enough and it looked like it improved. So they're like, okay, we'll keep it. <laughs> and then Damon Wayans Jr. was like, oh, I'm not going to be on this huge success show. I'll just go back to Happy Endings. And we're glad he did. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. from yeah. a financial perspective, yeah. The new girl one was um, happy endings, best canceled show. So no, all right, no contest. We'll drop everything else is canceled. So yeah. now we With, have. Were there other canceled shows that we liked? Oof. Um, what was the one you kept saying? Be in apartment twenty. Don't trust the be in apartment twenty three. I guys, it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. The entire series, yeah, two seasons, the unaired episodes. I need to watch those. So funny. I cannot stress that enough. Go watch it. It's it's very funny we, show. Didn't uh, Thirty Rock end too? Oh, Thirty Rock. Oh, that's, that's my you, vote. That's my vote for best. That's, oh, that's my vote. Yeah, Thirty Rock was really good. I have to say it. I liked. We had the entire Eastbound season air during 2013. Then we had only like a part of the Thirty Rock season air during 2013. So that's why I'd give Eastbound the, the vote for best final season. Okay. But Thirty Rock was really great as well. We should definitely talk about that. Yeah. I thought Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock's probably one of my favorite shows of all time. Thirty Rock wrapped it up really well. And didn't and unlike the office, they kept it up the quality pretty much throughout the run. Yeah, I can name one with uh, with maybe a little. If there were dips, they're purely based on opinion. There wasn't like really a huge like drop off. And it wasn't like, like, hey, Tina Fey left. Let's uh, try to keep this afloat for two more. Like Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin left. Like Like, oh, Liz has a new boss. (laughs) All right, let's be honest, guys. If Alec Baldwin stayed. Uh, and start and stop being such a dick about things. Like, because his show got canceled on CNBC. Oh yeah, that's right. His talk show. MSNBC. My bad. Yeah. And, uh, and he's and he's kind of he's been in the news for negative things. If he stayed, then he would have a, a cushy job right now. But right now he's just floating on the tales of what money he got from a his movie. rich white person. Alec Baldwin's got that rich white person money coming in. Yeah. 
on the regular. Uh, what, T-Mobile or something? What's, no, no, no. Oh, Capital, Capital, Capital One. Virgin Air? Capital Air. Capital, Capital, Capital one. No, Capital One. <laughs> Virgin One. Capital, Virgin Cap- one. Capital one. Which I've said like ten times. Your, your what, what did he do? Capital. Cap- Cap- Capital one. You sound like uh, you sound like Walter Junior. Yeah, uh, uh, for breakfast. Breakfast, Dan. Chad. But I also want to give honorable mention. I'm going to put this in honorable mention section. Um, rules of engagement. Uh, Never watched that. One hundred episodes. That's right. No one right knew on when the, it came around on. the. It was it was kind of CBS used it as spackle pretty much. <laughs> they did. Like whenever a show would fit, like they would always be like, "All right, we're getting rid of rules rules of engagement this year. We're gonna get a limited order." But then like some other show would fail worse, and then they <laughs> yes. would put it in, and it would do like marginally it would, better. <laughs> it would retain enough of the audience. They're like, "All right, let's keep it around rules of engagement." You know? <laughs> let's Pe- keep it in here. People like David Spade. <laughs> is it, That's is something it? that hasn't changed over twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so people tolerate David Spade. People, yeah. to- you know that's right. He's people, an okay guy. <laughs> a, a significant portion of the audience tolerates David Spade. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, I want to mention Go On. Uh, got canceled. NBC did a terrible, made a terrible choice. Very funny show uh, with Matthew su- Perry. Yeah, I was surprised when they canceled that. It's uh, I feel bad for Matthew Perry. He needs to uh, do it. I want to throw just I heard. I, in I heard. I heard Matthew Perry's doing like uh, he's trying to do an odd couple reboot. Yes. That should be interesting. And he's going back to multi-camera after having tried multiple like single-camera things like Mr. Sunshine. So, guys, we need to come up with a consensus for the uh, best-ended show. Uh, best-ended show. I say, I say, Thirty well, Rock. You can go to East Down and Bound, East Bound and Down, and Chad Kroeber. I think I'm gonna go East Bound and Down as well. All right, so I, I like Thirty Rock. I thought Thirty Rock. Did their show justice with their with their final run? Mm-hmm. But Eastbound and Down, I think Eastbound and Down took it to another level. If you take the four season Eastbound and Down and get rid of it, then it's a completely different series. Yeah, and Thirty Rock, it was more of the same, which is good because it's good. It's a good show. But Consistently, you, yeah, yeah. You take away the like last they, season, it's they could they could have ended show. in the fifth, sixth, or seventh season like that. Yeah, with yeah, and with Eastbound and Down, actually, like for a while, I mean, it was like kind of like a show that was kind of like, yeah, I was like, I enjoyed it. But I I want I wasn't considering like one of my favorites. But then like I rewatched some as they were reshowing it in pre- preparation for the fourth season, mm-hmm. and it started to click a little more. I think it's one of those shows that it, it's so it's kind of abrasive on the first times you watch it, and then once you go back, you can kind of like ease into it a little better. And so this fourth and the fourth season was like the perfect ending for it. Cherry on the Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Speaking of ice cream, another scoop. <laughs> the extra <laughs> scoop. Uh, Jessel Neck offensive. Just want to throw that in there. There's another show that got canceled that I thought. Yeah. I put that in the honorable mention. Fair shake. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on. From all right, so he's bound to wins. Let's you want to talk on. about Jessel Neck? Have you guys talked about Jessel Neck before? We have not. Can we? All right, so let's let's while we're doing that, we're gonna go to best comedy. We're gonna put Jessel Neck offensive. Um, let's see, Key and Peele, of course. Yeah. Best comedy. Um, so so guys. Crazy. crazy. Uh, comedy Bang Bang. Comedy oh. Bang Bang, yeah. That's, oh, man, I love Comedy Bang Bang. For anyone, most people haven't seen that, but it's like no a Pee Wee's yes. Playhouse for first for season, adults. First so season is on Netflix. Check it out. It's really, really funny show. And that, you know, 
You don't have to have any grounding in the. You don't have to have any grounding in the podcast in order to oh, watch. No. I, I neither. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we Chad does. We didn't listen to the podcast. It's a no, the it's show's a, awesome. It's a very funny. All right, so the show's weird. The podcast is weirder. Yeah, it I've heard. I've weird. heard a couple of episodes, yeah. but it was because I watched the show and I was like, I'm gonna listen to the yeah, podcast. This is yeah. A podcast. Yeah, I and, think uh, you're never I, consistent with it ever. Yeah, it's yeah. it's true. Comedy Comedy Bang Bang just does a lot of cool stuff with its form because I think Comedy Bang Bang has such a rigid structure with. Like, okay, so it's always Scott Ackerman, Reggie Watts, a, a celebrity guest, and then a character. And with that, because they know they have all that, mm-hmm. they're able to do whatever they want with the show. They did, like... Some a, weird cohesive story uh, in the middle of an episode. Yeah, they yeah exactly. They did, like, uh, with uh, Gillian Jacobs, they had it, like, starting in the middle. Mm-hmm. And they kept going, flashing back to the, all this, like, terrible stuff happening, and you eventually got to it. Yeah. And then, um... It's like I, each one's, like, a, its own little comedy Yeah. Movie. It's it its is, own it's, it's own little thing. And also, like, the uh, the Andy Dick one, that was a couple weeks back. That was, a uh, It was... It had alternate realities, which, you know, is, for a comedy is always something Just that seems to... The fact to that you're saying that rewards. sentence about a, about a comedy talk show is so weird. A comedy talk show with Andy Dick, yeah, yeah. especially... Um, Anything with Andy. All right, guys. I I officially changed the category to best comedian comedy show. Key and Peele comedy bang bang just look offensive. And then we're also going to put I'm going to put the Eric Andre show. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I think I like the Eric Andre show more than Chad does. But like, it's just it's so weird. It's just and you were talking about don't trust the B earlier. It's like I don't know. It'll be if I if I rewatch if I go back and watch that show. It'll be interesting to see Eric Andre and like. A more normal respect, <laughs> where he's not just like ripping shit apart it's every like so two seconds. Weird. Yeah, it's um, just I like the I watch I, I watched the, the last season recently, and I like that a little more than the uh, the new ones. Eric just, Andre show, yeah, the Eric yeah. Andre show. Just when it was like dirtier and there weren't actual celebrities on it, but they were just treating it like there were. Yeah, I, I mean, love Hannibal Burst though. Hannibal Burst is great. So Hannibal Burst is a perfect. So he's a perfect straight man to Eric Andre's craziness. Yeah. While at the same time, not well participating in it. Sometimes, um, I, sh- I showed a call the stuff from last year where uh, Eric Andre is dressed as like a cat burglar and he's like in the restaurant and he's. Like all on the walls and the scenes, it's like, like say if, if you throw Eric Andre in with just normal people, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. seeing him interact with just people on the street, that's awesome. Yeah, the stuff, the show for me, it was like, it was like, okay, I get what you're doing now. Do something else. else. Yeah, the <laughs> stuff where he was like messing with the mints of people, that was hilarious. Yeah. That was like he was asking them questions. So uh, I'm gonna add in also since I changed it to best comedian comedy show, yeah. I added in the Pete Holmes show and At Midnight. Yep. Um, I'm gonna competing against each other. I'm I, I'm I really hate to go against Key, P and Keel. Damn, Key and Peel right now. But I'm leaning towards At Midnight because I I have such a crush on yeah. uh, Chris Hardwick. Let's give Key and Peel the title of the best Scott the, best sketch comedy show by far. I was gonna say yeah, right full air to the Chappelle throne. Absolutely, yeah. right. Comedy Central has been looking for that for like. Better part of a decade, and not just because they're black dudes doing a sketch show, yeah. <laughs> which most people are like, "No, you can't care." I mean, Dimitri Dimitri Martin was white; he wasn't a good Chappelle either. They tried <laughs> to make him Chappelle, and it, it, did, it didn't quite. Quick. show I don't like as much, and Amy Schumer is funny, yeah. but all her sketches seem to be similar. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to give them honorable wait, mentions. Or, wait, but do we consider do we consider it. Comedy Bang Bang a comedy sketch show? It kind of is, but it's not in a traditional sketch it's, format. It's like a weird pseudo. Yeah. Talk, sketch, talk, sketch, sketch. Yeah, it's a, it's like it's structured like a talk show, and they just have 
there's yeah, there's a story going on. I would say it. so. No, I would I would say yeah. Cam Peel are the best sketch sketch comedians working today. That yeah. includes SNL. Yeah, they're, but they're better. Than, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cam Peel. I'm just watching those episodes yesterday. They know how to end a sketch. They do, which yeah, they is do. somebody SNL has maybe never been able to oh, know yeah. how to do. They've never put like uh there's never been like a beginning, middle, end like like yeah. oh I would love to rewatch yeah, that d- sketch. Well, you, in you fairness don't... to SNL, I mean they're doing that in a week. In a week. Yeah, yeah, in a week. But I mean you don't need an extra budget or editing to but come up with a good ending. Week, while we're talking yeah. week long yeah. writing and they, they write some Yeah. Can I put that in the best animated? I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll get yeah, to that tra- later. Well Tram Tram Matt are just, you know they're a different breed. You know, yeah. any any other I would put Key and Peele, and I feel like they're the same kind of Best dynamic duo. Yeah, dynamic, yeah. dynamic duo. Um, dynamic but duo. Uh, Trey and Matt, I'm just going to go ahead and jump ship yeah. to um, <laughs> Best Animated. Trey and Matt. Yeah, we South all stay at categories. Matt, Matt on South Park, they, uh, <laughs> he did the wiggly arms. Wiggly arms. Flow. Trey and Matt, they did something that this year that, uh, by accident, their power went out, and uh, <laughs> yeah. they had to push back an episode another week. Yep. <laughs> and I remember because only the first time I had, to, right. I was able to sit down and watch South Park live instead of watching on South Park Studios. And uh, and I, I'm like, wait a minute, that's a rerun. I can't believe this happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was like, I was freaking out. I went that's to like AV Club. I was like, what's going on with this? I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't type like that. Yeah. It sounded like that, but it was really weird. Yeah, I can't believe that's only the first time that's happened. God, what, seventeen I, years? Yeah, I've heard. Yes, yeah, it's 1997. Yeah, it's, We've been doing that that long, dang. And they're gonna do it till for another like three or four years yeah, at least. They've got, got like 20, 20 seasons. Their whole um because uh, they just started a production company. Yeah, and whole, so this they're kind of nest egg. Their whole Black Friday storyline was really good. Did you see that? No, I've only seen like ten. Yeah, it's like not up on South Park this week this year, but I had been watching it and I watched that and I was like, this is awesome. This is kind of awesome. It's a, I only I only have been watching because it went down from fourteen episodes to ten. Yeah, and I keep expecting seven and seven. Did they, did they do a Christmas episode this year? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, because the thing is, when when they didn't do this. They switched to the seven and seven thing, mm-hmm. where they did seven in the spring and then seven in the fall, at some point in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. So they always end up missing on a Christmas special. Yeah, because for the first few years of the show, they did like the, uh, they did all the Mister Hanky stuff. Yes, but then the last Christmas special they did was the Woodland Critters Christmas, and that was dark. which is inc- what is one of my so favorite good. South Park episodes. <laughs> so so maybe they just have consciously avoided that to never to just. They can't top it. Tread lightly. If you're saying that's one of the darkest South Parks, that's saying something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I like the, I like the ones where South Park even acknowledges like, wow, we might this have is dark. Too far. Yeah, they might, like <laughs> you got too far. Like the big one, there's uh, Scott Terman must die. Oh, that's which really is, good. that just yeah. that floodgates. They that's just that's one. just a classic. That was a really early episode too. That's like yeah. season four. Yeah, season five. four or five. That's yeah. when they got in kind of a different groove. Yeah. Um, also, other animated shows um, worth mentioning are are actually in the category. So wait, we talk we talked about comedy, comedian shows. Yeah, yeah comedian we shows. Jumped we, ship though. We had to follow Chad White into the water. Yeah, we got to throw Nathan for you. Uh, oh, the, or, well, okay. well, and Nathan for you is a kind of different deal. We could talk about that later. But it's a comedian with the show and I'm his name's that, in the title. I'm going to put that in the honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, since you know not a lot of people watched it, but it's yeah. coming back for second season, so please yeah. watch Nathan for you. Yeah, maybe Nathan for you can be like a oddity, like awesome oddities or something <laughs> like that. That's what that's what that is. Do, are we doing Nathan for you now? 
Uh, you so I got go, a note card. Go ahead. And, <laughs> he's got several note cards laid out for him. Go ahead and talk yeah. about Nathan For You, please. All right. Nathan For You was one of my other favorite TV shows. Mm-hmm. And of my top four, it's like the only one that's coming back next year. So I am even more reliant on it than ever. And honestly, I think that's pretty sad uh, that shows get canceled so quickly. Well, two, two of them ended. One of them got canceled. This one did not. This one... I'm surprised it by did, all honestly. by all ratings it should have. But comedy, comedy. Yeah. I think Comedy Central acknowledges that they have something special here, yeah. and that they, they didn't do any favors. They put it on Thursday with the Ben Show, At so ten o'clock. And so 10:30. here's the yeah ten o'clock ten thirty with no lead in or anything. Right. So here's the here's the thing. It's like two two white dudes with similar looking shows. <laughs> it's like who's who's gonna watch that? And no one kind of knows who you are. Like yeah. Like, like, yeah. But the, the people I've seen, it's basically like a segment of like the Daily Show or like the Colbert Report, where it's like a comedian talking to a real business real person, person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and and the comedian's in on the joke, but the business guy isn't. Yeah, it's like that except a show. Yeah, yeah. it's it kind of takes us from kind of those like Food Network TLC shows where somebody goes in to help a business. Yeah, <laughs> like Kitchen Nightmares, only like with less anger and trying to help them. So. He basically offers help to these like local LA businesses yeah. that are struggling with awful ideas. With <laughs> sometimes, yeah, they're awful on the surface, but the and you know just from the logline, it doesn't sound that spectacular. But what happens is remarkable. You never know where the show is gonna go, and you just learn a lot about these people and how they how they interact, which sounds weird, and that. Kind of incoherent. Ooh. All <laughs> I'm right, gonna, I'm gonna. All right, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go back to. Uh, oh, you said you mentioned yeah. Kitchen Nightmares. I just started watching that on Hulu mm-hmm. this year, and I got it. Like I started with the Amy's Baking Company. That is the best episode. Of any <laughs> oh, was that the, was that the one like the Reddit people got mad? Yes, at? Yeah. yes. And that's the only reason I watched it because of Matt and Myra from Nerdist and uh, Reddit people. They look. They, so they recommended that. So funny. It is such a good show, and I love it. They they do they do fluff it up a little bit, but. I hate uh, reality shows because they take jobs from writers, but yeah. that show Ooh. is so... Yeah, but Nathan Breed is kind of like, interesting. It touches on a lot of angles about reality shows. Mm-hmm. Like, there's stuff about viral videos. There's, like, uh, there's an elaborate, like, David Blaine-like stunt that he does. I don't want to spoil That's it. That's the best But it's an, it's an incredible episode that he does. It's, what's it called? It's called, like, The Claw of Shame? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, guys... Nathan, for you, if you have an Amazon Prime account or if your mom or dad has an Amazon Prime account, that's where it is. Nathan, for you, and all your Viacom, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon shows are. They're on Amazon Prime Instant. Nathan, for you, is on there. Watch it. There's also, like, product placement. They they joke about that. A couple, yeah. of, stra- a couple of strategies he used, like, one, like, he goes to a pizza place. He says uh, he offers them eight minutes or less, mm-hmm. or else, and they get a... And if they don't get there in eight minutes or less, they get a free pizza. But the free pizza is like the size of like a penny. <laughs> I want to. And just this, dealing man. with people reacting to that. There's a lot of also. There's some Ali G in there as well. Yeah, well in the, in the, he's not actually in it. In, but yeah, well, that, yeah, that, yeah, Ali DNA. Yeah. In terms of like, it. in terms of like messing with regular day people. And then also, uh, there's like a clothes store. And he offers a strategy like people could come in and shoplift one item, but only if they're attractive. <laughs> yeah, only if they're attractive. That's right. And if you want to attract like, people wearing your clothes, what are you going to say, Jeff? Uh, I just want to mention uh, Zach Stone's going to be famous. Yeah, nice. Canceled oh, by MTV. Terrific show. Bo Burnham also had a stand-up special come out today called Period What it's Dot What. Uh, so I just want to mention that. But um, let's get back to the yeah. Bo Burnham seems like they're like he hasn't quite found the vessel that's going to get him like 
famous, so to yeah. say, or like really like <laughs> renowned or known. He hasn't quite found his like niche because I, I remember hearing about him a couple years ago with the YouTube videos. So funny. Hearing that he was going to like do something with Judd Apatow, but I don't think anything ever came nope, of that. No, so, he, he did an AMA today and he said nothing's happened. Like nothing's Yeah, that's what happens. There's a lot of like those people that like made deals with Judd Apatow and then nothing happened. Jesus, Judd. Look what <laughs> Come you're on, doing. Judd. Yeah. Um, but, like, We're calling get... you out. <laughs> calling you out, Judd. Judd, if you're hearing this, I actually really want to work He with might you. actually respond to us if we call him out on Twitter. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got thin skin. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, like he'll like, like there are like reviews on AV Club and he'll be like, you guys are jerks. It's like, it's about <laughs> the music. It's like, it's like, jeez. No, um, no. But I want to get back to uh, best animated show. So we got Bob's Burgers, Adventure Time, Archer, The Simpsons, that's me. Regular show in South Park. I I just love The Simpsons so much. I I don't. Yes, I know it's twenty five years. I didn't hear now. China Illinois in there. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Chad said that earlier. China. It's kind of like a backhanded. Well, the, keep talking about The Simpsons. I'm sorry for interrupting. Uh, but I just want to make sure. Simpsons has been going on for about twenty three, twenty four years now, and I just it always holds a special place in my heart because uh, I think it's probably my favorite show of all time. I think it's still funny. It's just it's just changed. The writers are different. No show's gonna stay the same for twenty years. Um, same thing for Family Guy. Family Guy's not funny. Have not watched an episode since. Quick Prime time out. So, Go ahead. You just reminded me that Futurama also ended. Oh yeah. God, I feel like an idiot. Honorable mention. Yeah, Gonna probably Futurama. Probably, ended. probably the Good fact series. that you guys forgot about Futurama tells you why Futurama ended, right? Well, they, yeah. they canceled. They, they, they restarted, and yeah. it's like oh. To be fair, I did watch it live when it came out. It's on. always That's a fair. solid laugh. I mean, yeah, Future Island was never like a point in the TV for me, but I mean, if I saw something funny, I would watch it. Rest in peace. Sorry. You, you were, yeah, no, that's, that's good. That's you good. were ranting well, about that, The Simpsons? Well, that, that's, that ties into the animated. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I did add Futurama to the best animated. Yeah. Um, so what are you guys' votes out of those shows? Are we gonna talk about these shows? No, talk about them. Go ahead. All right. No one's no one's supposed no to. One's no one's stopping. Oh, at this time, we're gonna go through each one and talk about it. A little are bit. they gonna censor us if we talk about? <laughs> oh, yes, Let's hear. Um, go ahead. So Bob's Burgers is probably one of the. I did not like the first season that much, but coming into the second season and like not well, watching not every episode, I just really enjoyed it. And now it's just like crazy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just hectic. a really, and, uh, really funny comedy show. Great. Yeah, Bob's Burgers is really. Yeah, it's is it? Uh, you probably get to your list later, but it's on there, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Let me see. Yes. It's just got really it's good ten. character development for an animated show. Mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. They, 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 they did that really early. Yeah, on. the characters are very strong with uh, yeah. all the kids. They're. On, per, on paper, they would be really annoying, but they're not because they just have they're very quirky. And do you guys ever feel uncomfortable around Tina? Because every time she <laughs> no, talks, oh man, Tina's worse. Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, I'm like oh, I love Tina. that. I love it, man. Yeah, I love, I love the love the Tina. Like, uh, it's so creepy. There's a the reason most recent episode on Sunday. She was running down the hall and she runs with her arms at her side. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is so now I guess we're going to talk about this. Because I heard you guys talking about this on the other podcast, so here, here, here's the deal on that. Um, oh God! I mean, nobody corrected it. Nobody corrected me, and in my mind, it doesn't seem like that weird. It's just oh, it's something I don't consciously. No, we can't argue with your productivity. It's, some, it's something I, I don't consciously think about. You're you're still faster than any other person walking, Speeding despite up. having air quotes. Unconventional walking techniques. Yeah. <laughs> so Ross is Tina. We've come to terms with that. Yeah. I don't know. I just, oh, gosh. I, just I, so I, I do all works, and I, just, I don't think about it, and <laughs> I don't swing my arms while I walk. Apparently, that's the deal. Uh, 
Oh a lot God. of people know this. I think Dr. Cherry knows it. I think like other people. So do you like looking at uh, other people's butts? What? No. <laughs> well, we're doing that. we're doing that. Jimmy Junior, your butt is so tight and soft. And well, that's not part. Of, is this part of your fan fiction? Yeah, is, is what, what Tina? Oh, that sounds, that sounds like something that Tina did. <laughs> Tina literally did that in an episode. She wrote fan fiction. Oh my gosh! Maybe Chad White's the Tina. Yeah, I am the Tina. Do you like horses? I think I, I, I think er, er, everybody's the Tina in some way. Oh, uh, so Bob's Burgers is great. We go to Adventure Time next. Um, Adventure, Adventure Time's always quality. Yeah, it's, yeah. It seemed, when I first got into it and they just show like one episode each week I was just like oh it's like, why don't they just show two episodes like normal and have it in a, in a half hour but you know it makes it it makes each one just even more special and yeah. stand out even more but there were a lot of great stuff and they're getting deeper into mythology with the uh, yeah. the be- I think Simon one, and Marcy the best elements of that is the world building that they do oh, yeah, there's yeah. so many different worlds and plot lines and characters and, and it's all unexpected origins. too yeah, yeah. like like you can, that, an episode about cats could turn into uh, Simon uh, talking about his princess quote unquote uh, little Marcy or the, the girl he, his wife fiance whatever that it's um, it's it's almost I don't want to compare it to like you know Tolkien's like Lord of the Rings, but that's he basically created like languages, worlds, mm-hmm. countries, entire groups of people, and that's basically what they did almost by accident by just like saying, "Hey, this will be funny yeah. if we have a slime princess or something." <laughs> yeah, like that. Just, and then they just have a slime. Just the way the way all those people grouped together just kind of developed yeah. the, the land. It started out as a very simple, you know, boy and dog advent- doing adventures. It's inside out. That he works from inside out. That's that's yeah. what I, I really think he did. Uh, he goes, he's like boy and dog. Okay, then then he likes his girl who's eighteen, but she's a piece of bubble gum, and now she has gumball candy guards. <laughs> I thought and you were gonna say piece of ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, I just I love Adventure Time, yeah. and yeah. that definitely gets my vote. I'd um, say if we were doing a best kids show, that would be it. Yeah. So we'll just say that. It's the best animation. Um, so we got Archer. Great Ar- show. Ar- Ar- Archer's a great show. So I didn't think it was as good this year as it's been in the past, but you know that's one of those things like, how could it? You know? I think Archer, they're just kind of getting, they're getting into their groove of like do, hitting the same points, and they're still good. Yeah. But it's just, though thankfully, I think they've already realized that, and apparently there's going to be like a huge... Shake up in season five. Oh, really? let's do it! I can't yeah, wait for this. In my mind, honestly, I don't even like think of it as an animated show. It's kind of this like weird in between where it's it's more of like a spy. Yeah, there's so much like lim, and also the animation Spoof. in a way is kind of limited. So it's yeah. just like it's made in Georgia. It's made in Georgia. Made in Georgia. That's right. Adam Reed is uh, he's from he's from Georgia because he's like worked at Cartoon Network since like the beginning. He yeah. was like an intern there or something. Yeah. I think China isn't China Illinois also made in Georgia. Yeah, uh, everything for adults was made. Oh yeah, in the Georgia. the William Street everything. stuff. It's like Tit Mouse or something. Yeah, like yeah, isn't like anything? William Street. Yeah. Have you watched China Illinois? Yeah, I think yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk about it's one of the weirdest. No, let's talk about China Illinois right now. Yeah, so yeah China Illinois. So the pro the promos. I think at one point Adult Swim was showing China Illinois, the exact same China Illinois promo. Every single break, yeah. and the show is kind of abrasive if you don't know the rhythms of it. So that would kind of turn me off for a while. Mm-hmm. But then I think one night in preparation for the new season, they were sh- they showed like a marathon of the entire first season to yeah. prepare for the second season, and I w- we watched it, and I I thought it was like it surprised me at how it was just kind of weird and balls out and like 
bizarre it was and just in very funny ways. I, Brad Neely is hilarious. Like yeah. I, I've I actually seen his stuff beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Like the Washington, Washington video. Yeah. But I'd also seen like the Professor Brothers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the first season it was kind of difficult for him to translate his uh his vision is what he wants to do. His, his kind of computer humor, yeah. yeah. It was like this weird, like slideshow, fake animation stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it worked. Yeah, this season was interesting because they expanded it from eleven minutes to twenty-two minutes. Yeah, which you know it doesn't seem like China Illinois would be a likely likely candidate for it. But I think I think it worked pretty, it worked out pretty well. well. I, I think it worked out pretty well. You know, it forced them to do like a little more grounding in the plots. But I think. Overall, there's still that that great China Illinois weirdness. Mm-hmm. I really like the I really like the total validation episode where they go to a center to where they help resolve people's problems. Yeah, and uh, Baby Cakes went there with his dad to <laughs> to get him to step off his stuff. But so there's Family Guy, American Dad, Cleveland Show. Cleveland Show is canceled this yeah, year. Canceled. <laughs> no honorable mention there. Yeah. No. He's going to go but Cleveland uh, Show lives on in the Adult Swim schedule and confused tweets of <sighs> people. Like, yeah, if you look it up, I looked up the other day. I looked up Cleveland Show why on Twitter, <laughs> and it was like, I was like, why is Cleveland Show on instead of because if if you mess with the uh, people's Adult Swim schedules, they get really freaking pissed. Yeah, like when I think David Cross and John Benjamin they were doing some like weird stuff at four a.m. in the morning. Like they did like some one of those like strange like fake infomercial I things. I believe that. And people were mad. They were like, "Man, this is when my like adults, uh, when my Aqua Swim team <laughs> comes on." And they're like, "Oh, it's like, sorry." So they had, they had to because <laughs> um, you know these are the bedtime stories of this generation. You know, people turn on Adult Swim. I would like to mention something to that Adult Swim does with uh, Adam McCain. Is it Adam? no Adam Scott now? The history. Oh, the greatest, yeah, the greatest event. Right, yeah. I think well, there's so one. There's cool. one more left. Really? Yeah, he says oh. it's too much. Like, it's too much of a strain and too much effort for. No. Admittedly, so admittedly, is stupid. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny. I, I think him and his wife have a production company, and I think that these events have kind of gotten them on the map in that regard. So I think the uh, the increased marginal utility of doing more uh, greatest events in history, greatest events in TV history, is kind of reduced, yeah. but. Uh, what I was gonna say about American Dad and Family Guy is they haven't really changed. I guess I suppose they are what we thought they were. Yeah. The quote. Yeah. Coach, I don't know. The yeah. Name Dennis Green. Well, uh, Arizona actually, Cardinals. American Dad has gotten a little more, uh, a little more trying. Like it's trying different and weirder things, and yeah. I think it's yeah. funnier yeah. in that regard. I've always that's interesting because yeah. uh, they're going. American Dad is actually moving to TBS next year. Yep. And uh, I think one of the showrunners that has been with the show from the beginning is leaving. And for the audience out there who's listening at Seth MacFarlane does pretty much one thing on American Dad, that's and that's the characters. voice acting, yeah. Yeah. and that's actually what he's the best at. Yeah, yeah. you know, as much as you want to hang on Seth MacFarlane, he could do a bunch of different voices, and yeah. that's what he does on <laughs> American. Job. That's what he does on American Dad, and he's really good at it. Past uh, couple years, he doesn't have much. He doesn't much have much say in the creative direction of the show. Past yeah. couple years, I think American Dad's been more solid than Family mm-hmm. Guy. Family Guy's oh, yeah. got. I think a it's been stale. I think it's been more solid for. A few years, family Family Guy is easier to watch, just because you know you don't have to devote your full attention to it. You can just turn it on. Just yeah. 
you know. Well, I mean, you could look a, up, there's, see there's, a cutaway there's, joke. And yeah, there's, there's kind of a plot. Yeah. Family, family Guy always strikes me more of like a sketch comedy show with a loose plot. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading something today, a comment on Reddit that said Family Guy could have ended in season seven. And looking back, it kind of could have. Yeah, I thought I thought at the two strongest seasons of Family Guy, which seems weird to say because it's like there's not that much continuity on the show. Yeah. I think it was the season before they got canceled, and the season at directly after they got canceled. Yeah, I don't think it's as simple as oh everything before they got canceled was awesome, was, yeah, and everything after they got canceled was bad. Yeah, I think it's really like right when they left. And right when they came back, I yeah. think those were the best. Because honestly, and then after that, it kind of like diminished a little. Bit I can't, I can't even watch season. the first like three or four seasons yeah. because I'm like, I'm like, I've seen those so much. I'm like, yeah, okay, they're yeah. funny and everything, but I want to watch. Yeah, it's always, it's always a bummer when the Adult Swim rotates back to the uh, first 1999 <laughs> episodes of Family Guy, where Stewie keeps Stewie, where Brian is just like drinking all the time. He's like, oh, hey, and then Stewie's. Doing like Bond villain plots all the time. I do miss those. Those, uh, you know what? Those are kind of funny, but like, or I guess the Family Guy they're doing more conventional plots. Yeah, they kill Brian. Bottom rack. Brock. Brock. That's the only thing that happens worth noting, I suppose. It's the only thing worth note. You know, it's like they're trying to get attention for the show. Yeah. But, Which uh, it actually worked. A lot yeah, of it did. Upset. A lot of people were like, do you seriously think they're going to kill off a character? I have and then they're like, the oh, our, they're like, oh, our petition worked. And it's like, no, it didn't. No. And it's like, <laughs> they didn't, it's not South Park. They didn't animate it. In, the, uh, the turnaround time on Family Guy episodes is at least eight or nine months. Yeah, so. isn't that weird that, you know, it takes way longer to make Family Guy than it does to make South Park, but South Park kept Kenny dead much longer than Family Guy kept <laughs> Brian, Brian Dan. That South Park conceivably could have brought back Kenny at any point, yeah. which they did. So, uh, what are your guys' votes for best animated? I think we all agree Bob's Burgers was a was a fan favorite. Yeah, now. Bob's Burgers is best uh, adult animation. That makes it sound. It, it, like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no way to not. Um, <laughs> Bob's Burgers is best non children's animated programming. <laughs> that might be worse. <laughs> non children's and then for all you non children's out yeah, there. Yeah, all you non children's in the house. And then Adventure Time's best kids animated show. It, that's you know obviously we watch it so it's yeah. not just for kids, but yeah. Okay. It's the best animated show primarily aimed at children. For kids of all ages. Yeah. Including kids at heart. I'll write that down. Kids of all ages. <laughs> Alright guys, let's move From on two to two to two hundred. <laughs> Let's move on to um, all right. So dramas we already said Breaking Bad ended uh, canceled. Guys, let's move on to probably my favorite category: stand up. Um, uh, really? Did we talk about new shows real quick? Let's oh, talk about shows. new shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Well, yeah, let's get this in there really quick. Um, so new shows we've got. Uh, where we going? Okay, we've got Brooklyn Nine Nine, very very funny comedy. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. The Goldbergs, The Millers, Trophy Wife. Uh, Crazy Ones, Mare, Hello Ladies. This is basically best new comedy. Um, These like, are all shows that yeah. haven't been canceled yet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The only the only really like new drama I was watching this year was a uh, Rectify on Sundance Channel. Okay. And that's just a show. Just I'll do it real quick so we get to the actual like comedy stuff. But that's just it's kind of a slow moving show about like this guy from Georgia who was on death row for twenty years, but then his conviction gets overturned on DNA evidence, and then. He comes back, and it's kind of about his reassimilation into society. But it's just like a really cool, like very well shot, like cool feeling show. It's, I saw the pilot; they aired it after Mad Men one night, and I was just like, "Whoa!" This like this 
has a really like cool Sundance plays feel Madden? to it. No, um, AMC showed the pilot for Rectify oh, okay. after Mad Men, okay. and then to like promote that it was on Sun Chan- Sundance Channel, and it like I I really like the way it, like portrayed the South, not in like kind of like a redneck woo or anything like that, but like just kind of like how people are in the South. But um, it, it was only six episodes. Pretty cool. So that was my favorite new drama. I haven't seen I'm going to have to watch that. Speaking yeah. of Sundance Channel, did you see the writer's room with uh, the guy? F- oh, Jim Rash? Jim Rash. I heard, I heard those were interesting because they had like Breaking very Bad, good. Parks and Rec. Yeah, very good shows. Uh, but let's get back to be- uh, Best New Comedies. Best New Comedies. I'm going to go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. Actually, no, no. I'm going to say it's a tie for me right now between Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Hello, Ladies. Have you guys heard of Hello, Ladies or seen it? Hello, Ladies. Oh, Hello, Ladies, the one with Steven Merck. Yeah. So cringy, and it's so good and funny. Yeah? So cringy. Like, when I say cringy, it's cringy. I heard good things about it. Yeah. What was the one with... uh, If it comes back for another season, I would definitely come back and watch it. For yeah, where where is it? Trying to think of chat. Fat fat blonde girl. Oh, super fun night. Yeah, Rebel Wilson didn't yeah. look good. Yeah, it's still going, guys. Yeah, it's still going. Is it really? So yeah, well. for me, up until a few weeks ago, this was Brooklyn Nine Nine in a walk because Brooklyn Nine Nine came out the box. I thought so fun. fully formed. Great they chemistry. didn't make they didn't great chemistry with the cast. Like you know, some people are very like down on Andy Samberg. I'm not one of those people, so I was never in doubt that the show was gonna be funny. I, but they I, really they I really questioned them. Yeah, yeah. I thought he wouldn't be wouldn't be strong enough for a lead, but I thought he's done well. I think okay. they, they really toned down the more annoying parts about Andy? About Andy Samberg. <laughs> the, the the things that annoy some people about Andy Samberg. And you know, they avoided a lot of the early office and parks pitfalls, maybe just because they didn't have to do like a six episode first season. Yeah. And they were just able to go straight into it. And they got picked up for like a back nine, didn't they? Yeah, and it looks like they'll probably be back for another season. Oh, they definitely will. Unless like the mini project starts doing better, which <laughs> I don't think it is. And I'm sorry. for me, I don't know. So a lot of people have said the mini project has improved, and I think, I, I, you know, it has some, but it's not like mandatory viewing for me like it, like uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is. So you said... But be, uh, yeah, I was saying initially for the first three weeks. Right. But then Rick, Rick and Morty, in the past three weeks, has been incredible and <laughs> so on a different level. Is that going to be your vote? I think I'm still going to go with Brooklyn Nine-Nine just right. because of what they've shown. But Rick and Morty in close, close second, only hold it, holding back. If, if Rick and Morty had aired a couple more episodes this year I, at the level they have... I probably would. I, I would probably go with Rick and Morty. I'm gonna say they have the best potential going forward. They absolutely yeah. do. Best potential 2013. Rick and Morty. Check like I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's really funny. It'll be interesting. It could probably grow somewhere. I don't see exactly where. I'm sure it can. I bet they'll Rick do and with relationships. Yeah, relationships and stuff like that. Like most comedies do. Oh, Rick, Steven Universe. I forgot about Rick that. and Morty. Can go like anywhere. Yeah. Steven Universe has still need to catch up on some episodes. It's pretty Steven funny. Universe seems like like once they get it, get it really going, it'll yeah. be going. Yeah. But right now they're still they're in that initial boy and his dog part of Adventure Time. They you know? introduced so much in eleven minutes in the first episode, like like how his like mom is like turns like a crystal yeah, or something like that after she gave birth to him. It's it's whole whole thing. Um, For, I only watch it in like short bursts, and I'm not getting a good vibe. I don't know if it's I need to watch. More just watch, watch an entire episode, yeah. and then you'll then you'll just like I'm watching this, and I'm like, I'm, this kid's kind of annoying. Man. That's how I was. Yeah, yeah. Adventure Adventure Time. It took me a little while to warm up to it because I would just yeah. see the commercials. I'm like, Adventure Time. I'm like, Ugh. and then 
What so really, I, what really first got me to turn my head on Adventure Time was uh, I think Cole was watching one with a lumpy space princess in it, <laughs> and I hadn't seen L- LSP before, and it's just this bizarre like purple lumpy thing with like a man's voice. I'm just like, what is this show? <laughs> and I'm like, I guess Steven Universe hasn't really had anything like that yet. So it's, it's pleasant. So Chad, what is your best new copy? I w- I think I agree with Ross here with the Brooklyn Nine Nine's been the most consistent. It's my vote too. Yeah. I'm sorry to take all your time. I'm sorry if I took any of your talking points, Chad. I'm sorry. Well, you know we have like the same <laughs> the same <laughs> viewing habits, so it's it's difficult yeah. to have different it's very opinions. Good. Yeah. Uh, I want to say honorable mention to uh, the Goldbergs Trophy Wife. I haven't seen Crazy yeah. Ones, but hopefully yeah, we this could, one's good. The goal and, is uh, it, have you uh, Chad? Have you seen the Goldbergs? Seen a couple episodes. How how is that? Because the, the the commercials were really turned me off. That they're uh, no, it's a don't yeah commercials and promos are really bad. But uh, watch the show; it's very funny, especially like Jeff Garland yeah. and Patton Oswalt. That's mm. only two reasons I watched that show. Mm. But I heard um, uh, Winnie McClendon Covey is good. There. Yeah, she's very good. Um, I was uh, I was talking to Rick about it yesterday, and he was like, "It seems too Jewy for me." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, dude! Stop judging shows based Com- on comedy. Jewish. Comedy in Hollywood tends to have a lot of Jewish it's hundred percent people Jewish. of the Jewish persuasion working yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's go. All right. So Brooklyn Nine wins. I, I want to catch up on Trophy Wife. I've heard great things about that. I've heard that that's one of the better comedies. It of is this, terrific this season. Oh, I don't know if we talk about it. it's kind of it's going to kind of be like a new comedy but january 2nd community I knew you were say that, with yeah. the dan Harmon is yeah. back that's Can't like a for that. community 2.0 yeah. yeah apparently that's how they're approaching it the first episode is going to be called repilot nice. and that's how they're kind of looking at it. they're looking at it as Did you see the promo jeff's a teacher i have cool. I, I try to avoid the promos i'm I, I like to go in with as little information as possible. Yeah, I saw that's, that's not really spoiling it, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, but um, I know Jeff is like going crazy and stuff like that. Let's get to best stand up in 2013. Let me name off the uh, yeah. stand up. The thing you excitingly yeah. listed and then so we immediately happy. didn't yeah. talk about. I'm so happy for this. <laughs> yeah, I'll take um, Because I know who I want to choose Aziz Ansari, Buried Alive, Mark Marin, Thinky Pain, Mike Birbiglia, My Girlfriend's Boyfriend, all available on Netflix. Wrote reviews for two of them, so go ahead and read those. Uh, <laughs> Cpluscomedy.com. And you're right now there everywhere, Cpluscomedy.com. Uh, thank you. You should be the voice for the website. You'll be like the Kyle Kinane of the website. Um, can we, no one gets Comedy, that. No one Comedy gets Central. <laughs> South Park. 10.30. 9.30 Central. Touch point oh. uh, Very funny. Bag full of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it last week. Uh, Camille Nadjani, Bed Mail, uh, Lucy K. Oh my God, Bill Cosby, Far From Finished, Bo Burnham, just came out today. Dot what or period what? Um, Tig Notaro, forgot. Oh, live or live? Live. Um, Maria Maria Bamford's up there for some reason. Pete Holmes, Nice Try, The Devil, and Kristen Shaw, Live at the Fillmore. Uh, I'm gonna go, go ahead. ahead. I want to say something real quick. Go ahead. Brinkleberry Tuesday is 10:30, seven. <laughs> Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that can be worse than 2000. Yeah, that's the worst of Brickleberry. I don't know how there. Brickleberry is still on. It's ridiculous. People Tosh, love that show. Tosh must be sw- swinging his dick around. Yeah, Tosh, he, he just got renewed for a few more seasons. Yeah. But oh, I haven't watched Tosh in a long time. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that before you came. God, I hate that is so much. Um, I, I used to like Tosh. Yeah. I, liked his, I liked his initial stand-up. I thought his first couple stand-ups were really funny. Yeah. So did everybody else. But I think, I, th- I think it's just been diluted at this it's point. Well, I was saying so chat, it's like, you, you laugh at it because it's funny and it's offensive and then all of a sudden everyone else is laughing at it and you're like, 
like, guys, I feel like you're laughing at this for the wrong reasons here. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like the Tosh heads, I don't know if that's yeah. the name. But no, I'm saying. They're, they're, just, yeah, so they're still, they they're still, they still say it's like satire. It's like, uh, it might have been satire five years ago. I don't think it is anymore. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think it's just plain mean and racist. No. Um, so my vote goes oh, for uh, comedy. My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. Uh, I just, I love that so much. And Sorry. it's such a good 75 minutes. Okay. It's such a good I'm story. trying to think of which of these I saw. I saw... Chad and I saw the Louis C.K. thing in 2012, so that was live. That yeah, was the best. Yeah. That was their best live comedy show of 2012. Is that the one where he was standing in the circle and at, at UGA and he was like? Oh, I mean, he wasn't a cir- He was at UGA. Yeah, that's but what he he wasn't doing that thing in the circle. I think that was only at Madison Square Garden. Alma and uh, Leo saw. They went to the circle. Atlanta one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was that was great. You should yeah, see Louis C.K. live then, if you can. Yeah. Oh, he, he's he's well worth it. Well no, worth I mean, the he, what? He, he's well worth the, the money. Price he charges the yeah. money. Yeah. The. Um, I'm gonna. Actually, and then I saw the Kumail. I think I like. I like the Kumail and the Giant one. I thought so there was some funny stuff it there. Seems like he should have had a special um, out already. Yeah. He's been, he's been like in the public eye for longer yeah. than for a um, long time. I watched the Pete Holmes one with Chad. I'm not as big a Pete Holmes fan. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big on the whole flop sweat thing. That's also <laughs> the, my my problem with uh, Chris Hardwick. You know, they're just trying so desperately hard. That's what I was telling him, yeah. I don't think Chris is trying hard. That's just him. But his personality is, please like this with me. Yeah, sometimes sometimes people are just naturally enthusiastic, and those who are not assume they're trying too hard. And that's probably my case with Chris Hardwood. It's it's more me. I'm sure he's he's, he's not doing his thing. But, you know, maybe I need to give another chance. The so, Berbiglia one was very good, though. So you're going to watch it's, that? And it's more like a one-man show, is what oh, they really? were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So is that what your vote is? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, the Louis C.K. one is the best straight-up stand-up, I would say. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mike Berbiglia's is the best, like, uh, just performance. Wasn't there a Jesselnik one out? I wasn't, I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't as big on that one, though. Yeah, I don't think I think that I don't think I mean, it was good. Justin Nick, this awkward place where once you know his gimmick, then it, he has to fight even more uphill to get yeah, and also the jokes. In. More importantly, everyone in his audience yeah. knows his gimmick yeah. and are coming to hear it. I so they're hearing to be offended rather than having Anthony Justin go into foreign areas where they don't know what to expect. Like there's a great one where. On YouTube, if you look it up, there's a clip of Anthony Jeselnik uh, doing stand-up at a Haiti benefit. <laughs> he, oh, man. he even says in it, he's like, "Yeah, I'm probably not the best person to have at a." Uh, yes. So you want to put that? You want to put that in the meh of 2013? Yeah, that's in the. I think it's better than that. I think it's a little better than meh, but I, I think the funniest. I, I think Ross would agree. The funniest Anthony Jeselnik ever is is when he's making fun of something yeah and on the John Mulaney special which was the best special of 2012 different than the best live show of 2012 yeah, yeah there's there's he watches it with John Mulaney they're watching John Mulaney's special as like part of the commentary and Justin Nick's just ripping his special yeah and Mulaney's just sitting there taking it and it's hilarious <laughs> oh my god because yeah. Mulaney and he calls out stuff about the Mulaney thing that you didn't even realize. Like, Mulaney, like Mulaney does a lot of impressions of uh, black people. And <laughs> Jessel Nick is kind of calling him out on it. And he does do that. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. And so, Chad and I agree that Jessel Nick needs, like, a uh, mystery science theater type show where he can oh just rip into things. Yeah, definitely. And which, have, like, a guest every week or something like that, another comedian. Yeah. Which, for some reason, I don't think he quite had on the Jesselnik offensive. He was more trying to, like, ah, oh, topical. Well, the best part was the panel where yeah, yeah, and yeah. other comedians are making fun of things. So. Yeah. 
All right, so do you guys want to? So I'm, I'm already. So you voted for. Uh, I don't. I, I'll recuse myself. I think okay. Luke. I thought Lucy Gay was good, but. But you, su- you support my opinion, which is the Aziz special wasn't as good. Yeah, as Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I think. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, okay. I, I think Aziz, Aziz, and sorry, you know, he did. I applaud him for his ambition, but the thing about ambition is that sometimes it doesn't always work out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and I think. For it, just for me, I think maybe maybe it's just me. But for me, I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't as big on this special as the other ones because I think he was he consciously went in mind with all right relationships, all this and he like you over the these head. are yeah like and I I agree with Chad. I think he talked about how the the funniest parts of it were the parts where he was talking about celebrities, and I don't I think he needs. He thinks that's a bad thing. He doesn't want to be known as the comedian who just talks about celebrities and those like are his friends. Simple stuff. But you know, I don't think there's any shame in that. I Aziz, think, Aziz. I think I think he's just a really funny storyteller. And by doing the relationship stuff, he kinda of gets away with that and t- kinda of talking about generalities about relationships or how he doesn't want to get married. Like I think he's a really he's a really great storyteller. I think he needs to do stuff more in that vein. I think Aziz is the best comedian since Seinfeld to talk about mundane stuff that no one cares about. I'll agree like with that. Yeah, he's, and he, like he's that. really good at the mundane stuff and making, and even with Seinfeld, those are more kind of like the quick one-liners yeah. about it. Aziz can tell stories about the sheets. You know, he yeah. can like start off with a point and then get you to somewhere else with the sheets. So it, it might have been a good, better special than we thought, but to me it was like watching Seinfeld try to tell stories like yeah. CK, yeah. you know? Okay, yeah. I understand. So he was, I just thought he was a little outside yeah. his element. Yeah, like applaud, applaud the effort. I laughed at parts in it, but was was not my favorite. Okay, um, all right, so. Ooh. Big lift, yep. Got let's move on to uh, <laughs> films. Let me know doesn't feel good to trash Aziz. It right. does not feel good. I wish He's like I wish I liked it. I wish I liked it more. Bill, respect Bill Cosby for putting out that special. Uh, I, still, I still need to watch that on the DVR. For putting out that sit-down special. Yep. Um, here it is. We got the movies, 2013, The World's End, This is the End, Man of Steel, Furious 6, uh, Pacific Rim, Now You See Me, Desolation of Smog, oh. Catching Fire, Frozen, uh, American Hustle, 12 Years a Slave, Inside the Well in Davis, Gravity, Captain Phillips, Anchorman 2, Monsters University, Thor 2, The Wolf of Wall Street, and Her. I did not think you were going to read I, all those yeah. off. <laughs> I did, oh, I didn't get talk. One last TV thing. Good. I didn't get talk. Uh, Enlightened was probably my number two show of the year. Enlightened was Number on one. HBO. It, it it's got Laura Dern. She's kind of like a woman who had a break, a mental breakdown, and trying to improve her life, improve improve the conditions at the company she works for. Yep. There's no way to really sell it that makes it sound great, which is probably why nobody really watched it and it got canceled. But it's just a really awesome, great show. <laughs> this is awesome, which, show. Yeah. awesome, great show. You heard it here. <laughs> the first, the first season was kind of like. Abrasive and uh, which is my one my word of the day, obviously. But the second season was really very. It's very humane show. It's concerned about relationships. There's not really any like violence or like overt sex stuff. But it's just really about like people trying to improve themselves and trying to get away from their past. And so definitely, you know, give give that a shot if you got like HBO Go or something like that. Mm-hmm. You want to go back to watch the first season. That's all I have to say. But 
All right, um, see you, Ross. No. So, <laughs> so uh, movies. I'm gonna. I'm right, I'm gonna go ahead and, and throw my vote out there for maybe Catching Fire or Frozen. Let's try to cut this down a little bit. Let's yeah. talk superhero movies real quick. All right, super. Yeah, up here. yeah. Because that Man like, of Steel. We went. We oh, went from like micro genre genres of TV <laughs> to like. All movies ever. <laughs> okay, so you want to do... Okay, superhero movies. Superhero movies? We'll go with that. Okay. I only have two, but... Okay. okay, so I liked Iron Man 3. I thought that was different. Don't I, I, I like the way... Uh, Shane, I thought Shane Black was a good choice for the writer-director. A lot of people don't like Iron Man 3. They don't? Mm-mm. A lot of people don't like it. Less... I thought I thought it was I thought it was good. Oh, I, I, very I, fun. I, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was fun as well. In fact, the theme song to the Chad White podcast is ripped from the last <laughs> song right. in Iron Man Three. So there you go. That's how much I like Iron the Man. The heroes 3. you need. Did yeah. you guys? Did you like Man of Steel? Yes. Love. Did you think it was too thick with the nope. the Jesus stuff? I didn't nope. either. I thought it was. I thought Perfect. it was man as epic as man, a Superman. Yeah, should man. Be. Yeah. There's no way Man of Steel could have been as thick with the Jesus stuff as Superman Returns was. <laughs> now that was thick with the Jesus stuff. Oh my gosh! Uh, and um, Man of Steel, I thought I I liked it. I thought it was good at trying to be, you know, at least something different. Whereas Superman Returns was just trying to do like like a cover band version of the original Superman movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was at least trying to be different. You know, as much as there's so much hype around like the Batman versus Superman and all that, I kind of wish that they had decided to just do a Man of Steel two, yeah, with just focusing on the Superman universe, yeah, instead of trying to bring everything in DC well, in there, to compete with the Avengers, Marvel. yeah, which, yeah. Do you have Avengers on there? Uh, oh, Avengers came out in twelve. Yeah, I oh, did it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, Thor two. Yeah, Thor two. Thor two. I thought Thor. I thought yeah. I thought it was all right. If I think Superman Batman would have been. Awesome with Christopher Christopher Nolan's Batman, but yeah. I'm not sure how Ben. ben no, it, it had to be a little bit campier than you know, yeah. than desperate, uh, not desperate, depressing. Because uh, when you read uh, or watch the comic book movies based on Superman, Batman, like Public Enemies, yeah. those have like a sense of speed and fun with it. Like, yeah. and then that one would just been like, as as opposed yeah. to Christopher Nolan's would been like, just you know, sad and like, yeah. to dead. Yeah. They got okay, find. So they got find intermediate for the justice. I league. can see Christopher Nolan's Batman taking the threat of Superman more seriously mm-hmm. than I can see like a fun loving Batman. Yeah. I don't, well, I'm not, I'm not I'm saying fun loving. Yeah. I'm just saying a little bit more. Yeah. I think I think Ben Affleck's yeah. gonna be like more jaded Batman. And it's gonna be interesting. You it's know, gonna be over forty. Just, so. just, yeah, just seeing a Batman that is already existing in the universe. There's yeah. no Ra's al Ghul. There's no Joker shot in the alley, or, or oh, I'm sorry, there's no parents getting shot in the alley thing. It's just, <laughs> it's just Batman as he exists, interacting with Superman. So my vote's for Man of Steel. Yours, Ross, is for Iron Man three. Oh, the superhero movies. Yeah, I think I like Iron Man three. Okay, and what's yours gonna be for? I'd say Man of Steel. I like Man of Steel. All right. The Man of Steel's have it. (laughs) I was about to say that. The Men of Steel. All right, so let's move on to um, best... Okay. Uh, We could just name movies and talk about them real quick. That might be the best solution Um, here. Okay, can we do this real quick? Can we do do this? This is the end and the world's end. Let's talk about it at the same time because (laughs) they're the same movie, basically. Didn't see the world's end. Want to. Need to. Did see this is the end. Liked this is the end. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty funny. Didn't love it. it could, very, very Seth Rogen-y. <sighs> so yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of the max. 
it, though it seems like it's kind of the culmination of this whole Seth Rogen. Yeah. James Hopefully Franco. He's gotten, James Franco. He's gotten that all out of his system. I, I think I think that this was kind of a cleansing thing to get it yeah. out of the system. I thought Danny McBride was great in it. Yeah. Just it was, it was acting cool to see a movie about actors being like characters of themselves. Acting as the agent. Yeah. yeah kind of dropping the facade of being different characters and just being themselves. Because yeah. uh, they pretty much are themselves in the movies anyway. Now, well, except Danny McBride. Yeah, Danny McBride was, like Bri- was coming. Yeah. He basically played Kenny Powers. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. If he, um, got, if, if he had really played Kenny Powers, that would have been incredible. <laughs> just like, um, what's up? Going back to the whole world ending thing, uh, The World's End's amazing. It's really good. I watched it two days ago. I'm going to add in Pacific Rim to that category yeah. of... Uh, of world anything but if you haven't it's too dumb to actually talk about <laughs> so i am talking about it a little bit you, if, can you talk yeah. about it I'm Pacific Rim not, not like, a, like an academic but level. did you like Pacific Rim I love Pacific Rim okay yeah but I love it I was dumb in, yeah. in the same way that doing something stupid is dumb but it's still yeah. enjoyable yeah, yeah. Like, I, thought, I, I thought it was an enjoyable movie yeah, yeah. I, I liked Pacific Rim I didn't, I didn't like it as much as the internet seems to have liked Pacific Rim I love it so much but I mean so fun. I think when I say fun, I don't necessarily yeah. mean good. Yeah. This is so fun. There's like, some movies yeah, that it was, just it, fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's just how they G. are. G.I. Joe Retaliation <laughs> is so fun. It's so bad, but it's so fun. Um, yeah, I was okay yeah. with I guess I can't talk about it. I, I was just okay with it. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I'd, I'd watch it again, but... Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Okay, so now let's say uh, Furious 6. I like Furious 6. That's uh, Unfortunately... It's a little sad to talk about it now because that seems like it's the last. Uh, do, do it's the last. It's the last pure Fast and the Furious movie, really which you know it sounds dickish to say because a person died, but you know. <laughs> do you call? You know, it- you can't. It's gonna be. It's it's hard to go back and rewatch those with the same, like just like aha, who cares, like mentality. Look when, how many people are dying. When, like, in this car Paul, yeah, like. When Paul oh, Walker unfortunately died, oh, yeah. died in <laughs> and Hans did. yeah in the car crash. I mean, it wasn't like like oh, the Fast and the Furious made Paul Walker crash and crash, but he wasn't even driving. No, nah, he wasn't. Yeah. That's the thing, and that. But I did at the time. I did really enjoy Furious Six. I, that's that's you know the Pacific Rim. You know, you said it was kind of like dumb, but you you enjoyed it. So fun. That's that's how the Fast and the Furious movies are for me. I just like. They're just really dumb, fast cars moving around. Just they, they escalated like, it beyond the point. Yeah, where I like I like the I like the increasing escalation. Of like Not. it's like first, it's like now, it's, it's like, like first it's, they're on the run, and then they're on the run with everybody from all the Fast and the Furious. Movies. And now they're flying and now, and, now, and everything. And now they're on the rock side. They're like, hey, if you guys do this. You'll have immunity. I'm like, yes, I love that. It, was, like, that's, it was the like, that's awesome. of Fast and Furious. <laughs> I, exactly. I it was like, a tank inside yeah. of an airplane, and inside of the tank you had cars, and inside of the cars you had national fugitives, and inside of those national fugitives you had the rock. Yeah. Flippy car that I had think, cars with ramps that flipped other cars. I, th- I think Fast Five was better just because... We I didn't expect I, it. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting it, honestly, and... I love that whole like climax of them like dragging the tank through the street and like all that like yeah. dragging or not the tank but the the big bank thing through the street. The safe, At, yeah, the safe. Yes. <laughs> big uh, bank thing. Losing um, the big bank theory. So <laughs> <laughs> that show sucks. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're in agreement about that. Yeah. Nobody watched that. I can't. I can't watch more than a few minutes of it. I'm just like. Ugh. It's, it's such a bad it's, show. It's a, it's a dog whistle I can't hear. Bazinga? Oh. Bazinga. Oh, my God. It's uh, a buzz- I got really angry. It's just like, oh, science. 
it's like you are not being scientific. Uh, um, okay, so let's move on track. to uh, now you see me and the Hobbit desolation of smog. Interesting combination, both magic. <laughs> Don't know why I put those up. Oh, they're, they're both, both magic. They're both magic. They both have wizards. They both have British people. I did not. I did not see now. You, now you see me. How was it? It's a. It's a. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's very watchable. It's, um, it's so. It's. There's a lot. A lot of twists and turns. Yeah, um, in there. Like I don't want to ruin it for fun. you. I just told you there's twists in there. I don't know why. I That's it. all right. Hobbit Cole, Cole was asking us our favorite movies with twists, and we we're like, uh, if we the, tell you the, the whole movie, point of, yeah. 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 He, he, he thinks seven. He, what's in the box? He, His wife's head. He thinks he knows the twist of Memento. I'm like, I'm like, whatever, Cole. I'm like, the whole movie's a twist. You can't, yeah. you can't yeah, know the twist. It's like, it's, the it's like the convention. They don't handle it conventionally, yeah. at least. Um, Hobbit Desolation Small. We all saw that. Yes, we did. We saw it in high frame rate. High frame rate, 3D, IMAX. I saw it in regular D because of James Martinek, and he didn't even show up. That lazy <laughs> slut. Well, regular regular D is the way to go. That's what Jack Re- said. Regular D is the way to go. I'm not. I'm not on 3D. Even less so on high frame rate. High frame rate looks like we're purist. We live TV. It looks like it looks like British. It looks like British soap operas, motion smoothing TVs, whatever you want to call it. Pop-up I'm not look. for it. I don't think it's. <laughs> Cranking, you know, uh, cranking the camera with some guy in the uh, pan, playing the piano, like yeah, er, er, everything moves to everything moves to weirdly. Yeah. Every, hey, what are you doing over there? Every time the camera moves, it looks weird. Yeah. It's just the movie itself. Terrific, it pretty entertaining. It was enjoyable. Yeah, and yeah. Except for the added more, hour of stuff, that you're like, oh, this there, is where there's the more is. more they action. I liked what they did with Smaug. Yeah, <laughs> they added the whole Terrell. Ter- What's your, the Taren? Terrell, I think. Terrell? Terrell Owens? Yeah, we're calling it. How'd you guys like Terrell Owens' appearance? Terrell? The redhead elf? Let's just say the girl. Evangeline Lily. Literally everyone knows there's a Kate. Kate from Lost. Kate from Lost. She was. She's not in the books, not even mentioned. This is completely created by Peter Jackson, but it's completely understandable. Yeah. Because there are no girls. At all. Like, no girls allowed. If you take her out. Clubhouse style. That is two hours But it's like, like, oh, this is the king, this is the prince, no queen, no princess, no (laughs) sisters, no mothers. You don't don't want to see the dwarf women. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, they're all dying off. Orcs, I don't even know what they do. Yeah. There's a theory that. They're just like queen. Bee. There's a queen bee. Asexual. All, all the orcs. Yes. Yeah, butt off of it. Uh, so I'm shocked that Kate from Lost wasn't the best part of something. That seems like a real stretch. I love Lost so much. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I love Lost too. I just don't. The Kate ones were never that great. Kate, Kate episodes. Really yeah, the Kate I episodes. Said, are like, eh. The like the means of deviation from the books. The the Hobbit movies were a lot larger. Than, than the Lord of the Rings movies, but that's okay. Yeah, the Hobbit's okay. With the it. Hobbit is just its own animal. You know? Yeah, the Hobbit movies. That's like just its own. They're just its own thing. Uh, it got it got a little. Like they kind of threw it under the bus by splitting it into three. Yeah. So I think a two part. People would good, people would have been okay with two. Yeah. Honestly, if you gone back, maybe the. I'm glad the Lord of the Rings came out all one two three. Yeah. Before they this probably, whole splitting movie thing. Yeah, started. they they probably yeah. could. If they had really wanted to, they probably could have done it. Six movies? They probably could have gotten everything in six movies. Yeah. Uh, Including Tom Babadil and all that stuff. Yeah, that that would have been interesting. Like, Fellowship of the Ring Part 2 is just like hanging out with Tom Bombadil for the first 30 minutes. (laughs) It's like, what's up, guys? (laughs) Hey, you doing, buddy? Sing you a song, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Song about people. We got uh, Catching Fire coming up next. Um, I added that to the best film category. 
Um, I haven't read or seen any of the Hunger Games, but I've heard I heard Catching Fire was an improvement on the first Ooh, one. The first one was really good too. Yeah, so good. Um, then I had Frozen, and then I have a set of movies I have not seen: American Hustle, Twelve Years a Slave, and Inside the Well in Davis. Also, gonna throw in uh, Her, yeah. Wolf of Wall Street, and Anchorman Two. You guys saw Anchorman Two. Yeah. Let's yes, just we talk do. about movies yet to come. Yeah. Yeah, we did, end of we, 2013. Yeah, have, have we hit all the it. have we hit all the movies that there's only that three have movies. been out? Yes, those are these are. I've only yeah. added three movies to the best film category. It's The World's End, Catching Fire, and Frozen. Yeah, so um, 2013. So if you guys have anything, just tell me. It seems like 2013 is a backloaded year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that all and that the great movies are yet to come. So Inside Llewellyn Davis. That's the Cone Brothers. It's coming out next week. Love oh, the I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know when it's coming out in, in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, but oh yeah, that's right. It's limited. This is their first one since True Grit. It's supposed to be really. It's um, their take on this 1960s New York folk scene. And, I mean, it's the Cone Brothers. You know, you, your ticket should be bought. So it's weird that yeah, I love the Cone Brothers. They're probably and al- also their this is their reunion with uh, T Bone Burnett, who did all, who helped them organize all the music for Oh Brother. Where are they? So you know the music is going to sound great. It's going to sound authentic. Yeah, and all the reviews. Have I wouldn't even pick my favorite movie of 2013 yet because I feel like exactly I haven't even seen it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, me, that makes sense. Me too. I think I would hold. I would hold off on that. For, for Wolf me, of Wall Street and American Hustle both look like they could be really, really. And good. they're both coming out today, or one's coming out next week. Yeah, yeah American. And Anchorman Ameri- too was very enjoyable. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. We I was talking with some people about American uh, Anchorman too. It hit the expectations that I had for an Anchorman sequel. Did I think it was going to be better than Anchorman? Of course not. Did I think, like, I think it was, it was, it was the best it could have been. I think going in, I was thinking like, this is a movie with Will Ferrell, Paul Rudd, Steve, and Steve Carell, and it's co-written and directed by Adam McKay. Love Adam. So McKay. it's gonna be, it's gonna be something special, regardless. Yeah. Even outside of it being an Anchorman you sequel, just, you just and it was throw together clips of them improving together, just kind of messing around and for 102 would, minutes, and yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah, but they didn't just do that. They there's actual plot in there, and there are a lot of funny lines and sequences. It's one of those with especially with Anchorman and like these types of movies, you kind of got got to see it twice. Mm-hmm. But definitely enjoyed it very much the first time. We'll be interested to see what. How it holds up the second time, like Anchorman holds exactly. up exactly. Like I, I wasn't, I didn't like love Anchorman the first time I it's saw it. It's a cult film. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to, you have to get a couple times in there just. To did like, you mention uh, saving Mister Mrs. Banks? Mister Banks. Mr. I yes. did not mention that, but that's another one that that's interesting. That. Yeah. Uh, Tom X. Do, oh, do we talk about Gravity and Captain Phillips? Love Gravity, Captain. Yeah. you don't have to talk about Captain Phillips. Oh, That's, I did. I, I, well, I saw Captain Phillips. So. I saw it too. It's it's. If you watch the news, then you know what Captain Phillips. <laughs> well, is. I thought I thought it was really well done. Too real I, thought, for I, I, thought, I thought Captain <laughs> Phillips was very suspenseful. It's yeah. Oh, it was chicken a table. Um, the the last few minutes of Captain Phillips are really terrific. Yeah, yeah. If you, I think it dragged you, on the middle. Yeah, though. if you, if you, yeah, it did. But you know, it's it's a hostage crisis thing. It's yeah. like that happens. It's like you can't have people on the verge of death every single moment. Is it bad that I noticed that Tom Hanks was using an accent in the last twenty minutes of the film when he was like sitting in that little floaty thing? He's like, "You gotta you you gotta drink the water, there." I'm like, "Oh my <laughs> god, is that an accent?" <laughs> Two hours later? I hope uh, Walt Disney, talking about Sam Mr. Banks, I hope Walt yeah. Disney is the next dude that people kind of make a bunch of movies about. Because he's like, he's super yeah. interesting. It seems yeah. like the, the thing with that is that Disney controls Hates the Disney. Jews. 
That's true. Yeah. That's not. That's well, not. That's Chet, that's, that's he- speculation. Yeah. The Walt the Walt Disney hanging the juice thing is heavily exaggerated. <laughs> but basically, it's based they can on make, some like anti union stuff. They can make Walt Disney look however they want them to because yeah. they, they control most of they control the media. Yeah, it would be <laughs> it would be interesting. A Walt a full Walt Disney biopic would be interesting though. I think the better biography movies do only focus on a brief part of their life. Mm-hmm. And that looks like it's going to be the case here for Sam and Mr. Banks. So that that should be, looks like it'll be fun to watch. Um, okay, so that's the uh, that's the, all the films that we've talked about. Oh, did, um, and then we talked about the ones coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about, we didn't talk in depth about them. No, American, 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 American Hustle looks like it'll be really like entertaining. Because that's from David O. Russell, yep. who did The Fighter and Silver Lang's playbook, playbook. And got a b- bunch of the same people. And it's got, I don't know if it's an acting debut, but it's easily, probably his biggest acting role in a movie is uh, Louis C.K. No, he's, he's, he, was in a, he was in a movie with uh, Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah well, he was in a brief. This I think this, it's like such a high profile project, and he's with all these big actors mm-hmm. in this big of a movie. So that that will be fun to see. Louis C.K. is he's Bradley Cooper's boss at the FBI, so that should be cool. And then Wolf of Wall Street is apparently like crazy but awesome. Yeah, like it nearly got like an NC seventeen. Like, um, it's that severe. Yeah, it's terrific. I just, <laughs> Which I is not indicative it. of it, neither its length or its closeness to NC seventeen is not indicative of its greatness. But you know, Scorsese, DiCaprio, Wall Street, and it looks like it's gonna be. Funny. It's uh, yeah. It's apparently like really, really funny. Yeah. Um, and gosh, what else? That's pretty much it. And then it? her, her, her is falling in love with her, computer. Yeah. Operating system. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Know. Operating system. And then that'll be really good. It's supposed to be a lot better than the the plot makes it sound. Mm-hmm. And that one's probably not coming out until January, but hopefully it'll be good. Um. Okay. Let's move on to games. Our final section. Uh, this is just for me. I just want to say this out loud. We got GTA V, Bioshock Infinite, The Last of Us, Super Mario 3D World, Fire Emblem Awakening, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, Pokemon X and Y, Rayman Legends. I'm going to go ahead and not drop a vote for GTA V or Last of Us or Bioshock Infinite. I'm going to go ahead and say Pokemon X and Y because I love Pokemon and everybody else can suck my butt. Um, you guys have nothing to add about that. Seconded. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we have the worst of 2013. Movie 43, After Earth. Hangover 3, The Smurfs 2, Planes, and Brickleberry, and let's add in Whitney Cummings the as a person. person. The person. <laughs> uh, then we've got uh, Meh of 2013, Mindy Project, and then last section, we've got Honorable Mentions. We have one We have one person, and we, we singled out the Mindy Project as the Meh of 2013. <laughs> it was, it was I love pretty it. pretty Meh. I think uh, Adam, Adam Pally's been good on it, but you prefer to see him on Happy Endings, but unfortunately, that's not a reality. Uh, R.I.P. that show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have died in the, the filming of this podcast. Yeah, so I think we, it started when we killed old, Patty at the beginning. <laughs> the only one of those movies I saw was Hangover Three. It wasn't good. No, don't watch. <laughs> I would, I would, I would agree with that. Brickleberry is garbage. Oh my gosh, it is. Brick, yeah, brick, shitty animation, like poor writing. Just but great voice actors. Tom. Yeah, Kane, they got some good voice actors on John there. DiMaggio. Well, who has good voice acting is Adventure Time. They got they get some great yeah. and stuff. Mark Maron was yeah. the squirrel. Yeah. And I, oh, man, that's yeah. so so real quick on TV. You want to what's your what's your must sees 
Oh, yeah. I was overly prepared, so I had a... (laughs) Read them off. This is just like a recap of the best, what I thought were my favorites of 2013. So this is just a loose top ten. It gets closer to the... Should I read it backwards or should I read it like forwards? Read them off. All right. (laughs) Number ten, we have Bob's Burgers. We talked about that. Great show. Number nine, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Ah, I didn't even think about that. It's a number nine. That's oh funny. my god! And then number eight, China, Illinois, some quality weirdness. Why is that so? Number funny? seven, comedy, bang bang, great faux talk show, playing with stuff, little <laughs> tuckered out. And then number six, Adventure Time, as we talked about, great all around voice acting. Number five, Mad Men, still at it, still great. Nathan for you on Amazon Prime now. Check it out. It'll be coming back in summer 2014. Funnier than it sounds. Much funnier than it sounds. Much funnier than we've made it out (laughs) to be. Um, Check out the gas station episode. And uh, the gas station episode is probably a good check-in. And then the Claw of Shame is a good one to watch later on. The Claw of Shame isn't really like the other ones, but it's very funny. Number three is Eastbound and Down. Talked about that. Really great. White wrapped up well. Number two is Enlightened. Overlooked. Really quality show. Number one was Breaking Bad, and thank you, thank you for indulging me in that. (laughs) But there are a lot of great shows that came out this year. Uh, Quality time for TV. A lot of other uh, great things that deserve honorable mentions in this is uh, Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker HD. Please forgive me if I repeat something that you said. Uh, Far Cry Three: Blood Dragon. Those are both video games. Parenthood in Nashville. Justified Homeland. Rules of Engagement. Don't trust to be in Apartment Twenty Three. Seriously, go watch it. Uh, go on the Jestelnik Offensive Nathan for you repeated Zack Stone's gonna be famous um, fucking TV they cancelled it uh, Futurama Hello Ladies Save Mr. Banks Inside Llewellyn Davis Kristen Shaw Live at Fillmore and Bo Burnham dot what that just came out today yeah. Kristen so, Shaw's special yeah. was crazy I'm yeah that was that was really that. like that was something that was some Mandy Kaufman stuff yeah very funny yeah so those those were just like stuff we didn't maybe touch on that maybe not as good as not as great as the other stuff, but still very quality. Like home, Homeland, if it's your thing, like Homeland is a very well-made, performed show. A lot of differing opinions on that. I'm, I still, I still like Homeland, but I'll watch I, it at some point. Yeah, I prefer. Yeah, I prefer the the first season is really great. That's what people. And like then the set, and then the second, third seasons, your mileage may vary. Yeah. Like, but, and the Justified is really good. That's also on Amazon Prime. So, everybody. Fun. That, there you have it. There's our uh, 2013 podcast awards. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, thank you, Ross Kroger, for joining. Thank you for having me. Chad I appreciate it. On the podcast. I don't need to watch to be any of those shows now. Now that yeah. you've heard about all of them. <laughs> uh, there, we gave you so much information. If you have yes. too much information, you can always email us at cpluscomedy at gmail.com. Uh, Are we going to do? Don't do that. Follow us on Twitter <laughs> at cpluscomedy or follow Chad White on Twitter at Chad Black White or Chad Krober at I underscore Crobot and what's yours, Ross? Mine is actually easy. It's at Ross Krober. <laughs> like, you know, yes. a regular person. <laughs> at Ross Krober on the Twitters. He's a very funny guy. He uh, is going to be in uh, the comedy business or actually the entertainment business. Or media or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I Medi- see- like media research. Yeah. 
Something along those lines. That's what he's going to school for, and I'm yep. really glad. Maybe you can join us sometime in the future. Definitely. I'd love to come back. I really we'll, we'll enjoyed see it. What, we'll see what the listeners think. Yeah, let's definitely, definitely yeah, get the feedback from the listeners. First week of 2014? Uh, what about it? I'm, no, I was like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, it will be a week. It'll be... <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Do, do a little brief like movie discussion once we've actually seen some stuff. Th- yeah, instead, some of having, stuff. instead of having this structured you know, thing going on. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, a little, a little more speculate. Fr- yeah, a little more free... <laughs> A little um, more free flowing. I'll, I won't. I'll ditch the note cards next time. So you five listeners listening, that not including me or Ross. At this point, it's got to be like three. <laughs> nah, this was probably, this probably is one. too thick. All right, guys, and oh, uh, this is the we don't care if you listen. Is this? I love if you guys listen. This is the ending of podcast. I know. I'm trying to act cool, Jack. Come on. Follow the. Uh, there's no Rick to take my final word. So uh, uh, there we go. Take care of each other. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, like, I think that's like Jerry Springer's final. Words. That's why I think um, it would be what final words. Enjoy your burrito, or uh, what does Pete Holmes say? No, we're getting we're getting sued, man. Oh, yeah, Pete, we're gonna get Pete sued. Holmes says, "Enjoy your burrito." No, no, no that's nervous. Pete Holmes says, uh, "Keep it cr- keep it crispy, crispy. Yeah. keep it crispy." God, uh, but we say, "And we're man, done. this is this is really selling me on Pete Holmes." Well, hey, <laughs> hey, Ross, we're done. Uh huh. Right.